0: That time again, WrestleMania weekend is close. We're quickly approaching this year's WrestleMania weekend. It'll be here before you know it. And as such, as is tradition here at Voices of Wrestling, we are going to do an insanely large audio and written preview of WrestleMania weekend. We do this every single year. We always give you the cards and the full schedule up at VoicesOfWrestling.com. We keep track of all this shit. Because the promoters are pretty bad at doing it. And it's very hard to find it all in one place. But we put it all in one place. We make it easy for you to follow along. And support these companies during Wrestlemania weekend. So you will get the full shows. The, the cards. The events. The dates. The times. The locations. The streaming information. A map of how to find it. The podcasts. The events. The cons. All that sort of stuff. That's all there. It's all there up at VoicesOfWrestling.com. So make sure you check that out. Look at the sidebar. And you'll find WrestleMania weekend 2022 schedule but this is our massive audio preview i don't know how many parts it's going to be um i record this part way before i record all the other stuff so i have no idea how long this is going to be i have no idea how many parts it's going to be But rest assured, you are going to get the most comprehensive WrestleMania weekend preview anywhere as we will cover every single event with a multitude of people. We'll come on and join me. We will talk about the shows. We'll preview the shows. We'll discuss WrestleMania weekend. But you are going to get it from all angles. You are going to know everything you could possibly know about WrestleMania weekend. This will serve as the intro where I will take you through all of the events of WrestleMania weekend. What is coming up, what to look forward to, what matches, all this sort of stuff. Uh, Well, I'm going to give you the matches here. Because, full disclosure, a lot of promoters haven't (laughs) announced all their matches yet by the time that I'm recording this. So, a lot of the stuff I'm going to say might be outdated. So, I'm going to just talk about the events, the time, the addresses, quick little pithy thoughts about each event, and then we'll move on. But by the time we record with most of our additional guests, the hope is that a lot of these do have... Uh, cards or full cards or well some card at least some something that we can say hey if you're coming to Dallas Texas for this weekend here's what you're going to be able to see for your money it's a wild proposition a wild idea but yes the idea is that uh, they present a list of things you then say hey here's money I would like to go watch that list of things and then that that's how you do it but right now you give them money and then you don't know what you're going to see which is uh, not great but uh that's WrestleMania weekend for you, but some of these some of these events do have good cards, so uh, I, I don't want to single out uh, the ones who aren't doing a good job, because they are they're, they're, there are a few out here that have full cards, or at least relatively full cards, but again, as of this recording of this intro, um, I'm not confident enough in a lot of the other cards to go over the matches here, so I'm just going to talk about the events, talk about the basic schedule with you, so uh, let's do this. Again, VoicesRestling.com, I have no idea how many parts this preview is going to be, but uh, Strap in and get ready, because we're going to cover a lot of shit over the next X amount of hours and the next X amount of parts uh, of this WrestleMania weekend preview. But let's get into the weekend itself. It is starting off Thursday, March 31st, of course, in the Dallas, Texas area. So if you're traveling down Thursday, you're going to be already able to kick it off with a bunch of events going on. And and, and there's also streaming information about all of these as well, again, at VoicesOfWrestling.com. Um, there's the collective bundle. If you're looking for just a bundle of, hey, what, what's you know one thing that I can just watch everything on? Um, the collective bundle is available at uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com slash fight. Make sure you use that link. That'll help us out tremendously. Uh, there is also the um, Fight Fest 2022 bundle, and that is mostly the WrestleCon stuff, the stuff happening at the Fairmount Hotel uh, in Dallas. And again, that is available at VoicesOfWrestling.com if you're looking for that info as well. But let's kick it off with Thursday, March 31st. This is the first official event of WrestleMania weekend. Thursday, March 31st, Glory Pro Wrestling's Cemetery Gates uh, taking place at 11 a.m. from the Embarcadero building uh, in uh, Dallas, Texas. This is the Fair Park, the Fair Park in uh, Dallas, Texas, as well, if you're trying to. And then I guess everything's going on in that one building, but the fair park in Dallas is where you're going to want to be for the events. And that will be available. That will be streaming live on fight and also the collective bundle as well. Again, voices of wrestling.com slash fight for that 3 PM on Thursday, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport sport eight, also from the fair park in Dallas, Texas. That is also available via the collective bundle or individually at voices of slash fight Bloodsport eight, Josh Barnett's blood sport eight, technically i think the blood sport his blood sport 7 i forget what the numbering is but it uh, looks like a pretty fun card uh, and blood sports are always a, a, a highlight uh, of many a weekend then uh, it looks like we get into some uh, some fun stuff here with triple a invading wrestlecon yes the stars of lucha libre triple a are showing up here uh, this is available on the fight fest bundle over at slash fights you're going to get PsychoCon, you're going to get black Tauros, you're going to get Laredo Kid, you're going to get a lot of really, really fun stuff here uh, on the show. That is going to be from the Fairmont Hotel, again, in Dallas, Texas, where it's where all the WrestleCon stuff is happening. And then from the Regella Theater, I think I'm saying it right. I don't know if I am saying it right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, but taking place from that theater in Fort Worth, Texas is Insane Hardcore Wrestling's Extreme Combat. Insane Hardcore Wrestling Extreme Combat, 5 p.m., Fort Worth, Texas. Yep, uh, 7 p.m., Iconic Heroes Wrestling Excellence, Old School Hustle. Iconic Heroes Wrestling Excellence, Old School Hustle, 7 p.m. from the Rogella Theater in Fort Worth, Texas. Then we go back to Dallas at Gillies, MLW's Imitation... No, Intimidation Games. Why is it Imitation? Intimidation Games, that would be a terrible... Anyway. Intimidation Games, 7 p.m., Gillies, Dallas, Texas. Then also at 7 p.m., oh, there's a lot going on at 7 p.m., by the way. So uh, you got to be in like six places at once if you're going to catch all these. You're not going to. Uh, ROW and WCPW Texas Showdown, Don't Mess With Texas. That is going on that night as well. 7 p.m., Southern Junction, Texas in Irving, Texas. Then at Gillies, 8 p.m., Control Your Narrative, Awakening, yes, control your narrative is back. They're going to be at WrestleMania weekend at Gillies, Dallas, Texas, 8 p.m. Joey Janela's Spring Break 6, part one from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. That's going to be at 8 p.m. That is going to be available on Fight TV, the collective bundle as well. You got the March, Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show, 9 p.m. from the Fairmount Hotel, Dallas, Texas. Another WrestleCon one uh, that'll also be available. Over at Fight Dark Arts Entertainment and Full Blown Pro Wrestling Ghouls Night Out. Ah, 8 p.m., the Upper 90 Soccer Center in Arlington, Texas. And then at 11 59 p.m., GCW's Planet Death from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. So that rounds out our Thursday. We start things off then on Friday, bright and early, JCW versus LA Fights. JCW, not GCW, JCW. Versus LA fights. That's at 11 a.m. from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. That will also be available on Fight. ROW and WCPW Texas Showdown. Don't mess with Texas. Day two. Uh, 11 a.m. Southern Junction, Junction Texas. Uh, Irving, Texas. That is actually available on Fight as well. There's a bundle if you want to watch all the ROW stuff. There's an ROW Texas bundle. And there's also just individual shows also available at voices of wrestling.com slash fight for the culture 3 p.m. from the fair park Dallas Texas a, a real fun event uh, the past few years should be another good one uh, this time that will be available on the collective and they got a much 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 better uh, time slot this time as well usually they're not stuffing them at you know 11 59 p.m. or whatever 3 p.m. on Friday that's a big time for for, for the culture so hopefully there's a good crowd uh, for that event uh, 1 p.m., Zicky Dice's Trouble in Paradise 2. Sorry, we're, we're jumping ahead or jumping back and forth here. I, I messed up my order, but Zicky Dice's Trouble in Paradise 2, that's from the Fairmount Hotel in Dallas, Texas. And then MLW As Azteca Underground, that will be at 2 p.m. from Gillies in Dallas, Texas. Zello Pro, a company from my neck of the woods, will be down in Fort Worth at the Regella Theater. Uh, they'll be in Fort Worth, Texas at 4 p.m. New Japan Pro Wrestling Lone Star Shootout, 5 p.m., Fairmount Hotel. In Dallas, Texas. That's going to be one to definitely keep your eye on there. Uh Zoa Live, which is 01 USA. Uh Guava Mania 2 Cover All Bases that will be taking place at 7 p.m. from, ironically enough, a venue called Cover All Bases in Arlington, Texas. Then you have Texas Style Wrestling from four uh I don't know, Addison, Texas. 4,700 West Grove. I don't know if that's just like some dude's house or that's a venue or whatever, but uh, Texas-style wrestling is going to be there. Uh, Scheduled to appear, all I know is I see Rodney Mack uh, listed, so uh, hell yeah. There we go, Texas-style wrestling. Go see some Rodney Mack. Uh, Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor 2022. That'll be taking place at 7 p.m. from the Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. Famous spot for uh, AEW. Goes there plenty uh, as well. Gringo Locos the World on Lucha. That's going to be taking place at 7.30 from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. Also streaming live on Fight. DFW All Pro Wrestling. That's from Firehouse Gastro. 8 p.m. Grand Prairie, Texas. Again, if I, it just sounds like I'm reading things. Well, I am, but uh, VoicesWrestling.com if you want to see the schedule listed in, in a little bit of a better way uh, than, than you know, just me reading things on audio. But hopefully you're enjoying this and, 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 and starting to plan out the shows you want to go to. And the shows you don't want to go to as I'm, I'm reading them here. Uh, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, is coming to WrestleMania weekend here with uh, SmackDown. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Uh, from the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. No Peace Underground and Fear, uh, New Fear City are presenting Murder Mania at uh, 8 p.m. Creators Don't Die. That's the name of the venue. Creators Don't Die in Dallas, Texas. Martinez Entertainment is presenting a Lucha show in p.m., Upper 90 Soccer Center from Arlington, Texas. Uh, So far, we have Hilo Del Santo, uh, Ultimo Dragon, some other guy. Shocker is going to be there. Hilo Del Fishman. I mean, you got some pretty fun stuff here. So that's a show to definitely check out if you get a chance. Upper 90 Soccer Center, 8.30 p.m., Martinez Entertainment. Impact Wrestling, multiverse of matches. I want to die when I read that name. Multiverse of matches. 9 p.m., Fairmount Hotel, Dallas, Texas. Uh, that is going to be available on the Fight Fest bundle over at VoicesOfWrestling.com slash fight. World-class pro wrestling. Not that world-class, but kind of that world-class. They do kind of own the rights to that world-class. It's weird. Uh, they're going to be TBD at the Southern Junction in Irving, Texas. So, uh, guys, guys, we're getting close. We're getting close. Let's figure the, the TBD. It's in, like, two weeks, guys. Let's go. Uh, Zicky Dice is Trouble in Paradise 2 from the Fair Mountain Hotel, Dallas, Texas. Uh, also TBD. Also, guys, come on, what's going on? <laughs> let's go here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're right at the weekend. Let's 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 figure out what time our event's going to be. Saturday, April second. Technically, technically Saturday, April second, but bleeding into Friday. Uh, Joy Janela's Spring Break Six Part Two. Uh, that's going to be midnight, early early morning, uh, Saturday, April second, from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. You got Chris Dickinson, Matt Cardona, Minor Suzuki, Effie, uh, and plenty more. On that uh, event, that of course is available streaming on Fight. Then you have Impact's Provincial Wrestling Federation. I I don't know what this is. This is at midnight for some reason. I don't know why, but it's a show that Impact is doing from the Fairmont Hotel in Dallas, Texas. NXT Stand and Deliver. Yes, not your father's takeover because it's at 11 a.m. in the American Airlines Center. Dallas, Texas. World class pro wrestling and reality of wrestling present the Sherry Martel Women's Classic. That's going to be at 11 a.m. Southern Junction, Texas, uh, Irving, Texas. Also streaming on Fight. Russell Con USA versus the World, 11 a.m. from the Fairmont Hotel in Dallas, Texas. Available on the Fight Fest bundle or individually at Fight. That looks like a hell of a show, uh, just from what's been announced so far. Uh, and and if they keep announcing what they're going to keep announcing, I mean, this is going to be one to definitely definitely circle on your calendar if you're going to be in the area. Effie's Big Gay Brunch, always a fun time there at 11 a.m. Fair Park, Dallas, Texas, also streaming live on Fight. Texas Mania 3, River City Wrestling, that's going on at 12 p.m. from St. Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas. Now, this is going to be kind of a collective of shows, this Texas Mania stuff where all the Texas companies came together, rented out a venue, and are going to be running shows all day on Saturday. You have Turning Point Turmoil Roughhouse, taking place from... Ironically enough, Turning Point Beer at 2 p.m. in Bedford, Texas. You have Soar Pro Wrestling. That's going to be taking place at 2 p.m. from the Rail Club Live in Fort Worth, Texas. Mission Pro Wrestling Bangers with a Z only. That's at 3 p.m. from the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. Texas Mania 3 Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. That's at 3 p.m. St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. Rampage Wrestling, 4 p.m. from Tulips, FTW, Fort Worth, obviously, uh, Tulips, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, 4 p.m., Rampage Wrestling, Texas Mania 3 Hybrid, that's at 6 p.m., St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas, and then Unsanctioned Pro Mulligan, that's at 7 p.m. from Fair Park in Dallas, Texas, also streaming on Fight. This is Manly, this is Manly, and this is Manly is going to take place at 7.30 p.m. from Tulips, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Then again, World Wrestling Entertainment coming pretty big with this weekend. Uh, they decided to hold Wrestlemania, apparently the 38th of these WrestleManias. Uh, this is going to be Wrestlemania, sorry, Wrestlemania Saturday. Or as it's known by actual humans, Wrestlemania 38, Night 1, 8 p.m., AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Ray, and Dominic. Surely that make will make Joe care when he's at WrestleMania 38, Ray and Dominic versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Then you have a real fun show here, Lucha Maniacs, taking place at 8 p.m. They're going up get fuck WrestleMania. Come to the Upper 90 Soccer Center in Arlington, Texas, and you're going to get. I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie. I'm not ACH and Laredo Kid. Come on, ACH and Laredo Kid sounds a lot better than WrestleMania, man. 8 p.m. Lucha Maniacs, Upper 90 Soccer Center. Uh, Something called Metroplex is taking place at 8.30 p.m. from 510 Hardwood Road. Again, that might be some guy's house. I don't know. Uh, Bedford, Texas. Texas Mania 3 Inspire Pro. Friend of the show Biss. Justin Bissonette. 9 p.m. St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. Fuck WrestleMania. Go watch Davey Richards versus Great Scott. Go watch Brian Keith versus Gary J. Go watch Arrow Boy versus Prince Adam. Screw WrestleMania. Who needs that shit? Go to Inspire Pro. God damn it. Texas Mania 3, New Texas Pro, Cowboys from Hell. That's going to be taking place at 11.59 from St. Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas. And then um, World Class Pro Wrestling and Reality of Wrestling. They're also doing apparently another Sherry Martel Women's Classic, but that's TBD. Southern Junction, Irving, Texas. That might be an error. I'm not sure. Uh, you might want to check if you were planning on going to the Sherry Martel Women's Classic. I don't know if it's a one- show event they're going to go through the entire tournament in the one show but as far as I know it is happening later in the day but that is TBD of when that's going to happen so I don't know <laughs> we do our best but you're going to have to look up some of this stuff on your own if you're going to go because we try we try we try but we're trying to keep track of a lot of different stuff here and uh in the year 2022 people that are supposed to promote things aren't very good at promoting them so there ends up becoming some issues here and there that's not why you called Sunday, April 3rd, early, early Sunday morning, midnight black label pros norm taking place from the fair park in Dallas, Texas faces of fear versus the work horseman. One of the main uh, attractions there, Texas mania three, Texas all-star wrestling taking place at 12 p.m. from St. Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas, Texas mania three global wrestling federation. I don't know if it's the same global. But maybe they have the rights to it. I don't know. 3 p.m. St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. Texas Mania 3 Laredo Wrestling Alliance taking place at 6 p.m. from St. Jude Hall. And then WWE wants one more night of your money for World Wrestling Entertainment. WrestleMania Sunday, a.k.a. WrestleMania 38 Night 2, taking place at 8 p.m. at t Stadium, Arlington, Texas. Title for Title, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Uh, Then you have World Class Pro Wrestling and Reality of Wrestling's Texas Legends. That is TBD from the Southern Junction in Irving, Texas. Texas Mania 3, New Texas Pro, Texas Till I Die. They uh, once again are saying, fuck WrestleMania. Come watch Brian Keith. Come watch Davey Richards. Come watch Willow Nightingale. Come watch Mysterious Q. Screw that other stuff. So uh, good on them. Texas Mania 3, New Texas Pro, Texas Till I Die, 9 p.m. St. Jude Hall. Arlington, Texas. Then you have Texas Mania 3 VIP Wrestling at 11pm from St. Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas. Um, As far as I know right now, Minoru Suzuki will be there at that show, so you can check that out. Uh, As we mentioned again, oh, that's it. That's it for the events. I'm done. Those are the events, so I'll go over some other stuff. Those are the wrestling events. There are some wrestling adjacent events that we're going to go to uh, in a bit. As I mentioned, though, if you're trying to get on streaming, GCW is the collective. You're going to get 12 pro wrestling events you're going to save $37 by buying the entire bundle, $139.99 for that bundle. It is available at voicesofwrestling.com slash fight on fight. Just go to wrestling.com as well. And there's an embed link for you to just order it right there. If you'd like uh, the fight fest, t- uh, 2022 bundle as well is going to get three full days of wrestling events that is available for $79.99 and that will get you WrestleCon, the impact stuff, uh, new Japan and, and some other things as well. There's also the Reality of Wrestling Texas bundle. You are going to get three days and three special events of Reality and Wrestling and World Class Pro Wrestling that is available for $29.99 over at Fight. All right, some other stuff going on as well. Miscellaneous events, podcasts, live shows, all that other stuff. Uh, GCW is doing their World Fair from the Creative Arts Building uh, in Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. That will be 17,000 square feet of vendors, exhibits, stage shows, podcasts, all that other stuff. Also WrestleCon as well taking place at the Fairmont Hotel uh, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Thursday, March 31st, Ron Killings live in concert. Yes, Ron, the Truth Killings will be live in concert at the Haltman Haltum Theater in Haltum City, Texas. 8 p.m. Thursday, March 31st. The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast will be live as well. 10 p.m. on Thursday from Scout in Dallas, Texas. Scheduled to appear right now. Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Chelsea Green, Swoggle. And Smart Mark Sterling. That will also stream on Fight. So if you can't be there, if you can't be here live for the Major Figure Wrestling Podcast, don't worry. You can uh, watch it on Fight as well. Friday, April 1st at 7 p.m. from Gillies in Dallas, Texas. Super Show Live. Jeff Hardy, Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, and Conrad Thompson. That also, for some inexplicable reason, is streaming. So if you really, really care to hear Jeff Jarrett and Eric Bischoff, and Jeff Hardy talk, then, well, you can do that uh, on Fights, or you can get tickets as well. Friday, April 1st, Gillies in Dallas, Texas. WWE Hall of Fame, 10 p.m., American Airlines Center, Dallas, Texas. You're going to see The Undertaker. You're going to see Charmel. You're going to see, insert who else they decide to uh, uh, you know bring over the next few days. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, Kevin Nash presents Shenanigans VIP Party, Dallas, 10 p.m., Gillies, Dallas, Texas, that is also going to be on Friday, April 1st. Scheduled to appear as of this recording is Kevin Nash, Al Snow, Sky So Cal Val, X-Pac, Renee Michelle, Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, and Conrad Thompson. Saturday, April 2nd, you got the Mania Club WrestleMania 38 tailgate party going on Saturday, April 2nd at 11.30 a.m. from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Sunday, April 3rd, bright and early, you got the Texas Legends Convention that's going on at Southern Junction, Texas, Irving, Texas, 9 a.m. Uh, and then a follow-up Mania Mania Club, obviously doing their uh, their tailgate party again on Sunday. That's at 11:30 a.m. at t Stadium, Arlington, Texas. And then finally, last oh, last but not least, Ric Flair's official VIP Mania party 3 p.m. on Sunday from Boiling Tails Company in Arlington, Texas. Scheduled to appear as of this recording: Ric Flair, Diamond Dallas Page, Kevin Nash, and Jake the Snake. All right. So that is your WrestleMania weekend lineup. Now we are going to get wild here as we are going to preview as many of the events as we can. Usually we get to every single one. There's maybe one or two stragglers, but we're going to try to do every single one. Again, I'm recording this before I record all the other parts. So there might be 20 parts. This thing might be 20 hours. This thing might be seven hours. I have no idea. I haven't recorded them yet. Uh, Ideally, they're going to be less than 20 hours, but uh, you never know, man. It's WrestleMania weekend, and we got 59 wrestling shows going on. So there's going to be a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of events, a lot of matches to talk about. So we will do uh, what we can. But uh, this has been the intro, and enjoy the rest of the preview. Voicesofwrestling.com again. You go there to see the entire schedule and order all of the shows. Also, Voicesofwrestling.com slash fights. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, enjoy the rest of the preview. And to help us kick off our WrestleMania weekend preview coverage, it's Jeremy Sexton. Jeremy, how's it going? Doing good. Getting prepped for Bloodsport weekend. Yeah, Bloodsport weekend, as it's affectionately known by everybody. Uh, uh, (laughs) At Jeremy Sexton on Twitter, if you want to follow him. Uh, But uh, yeah, so this is a a yearly tradition. I think what at least three years of you coming on here and and, and talking Bloodsport uh with uh, least ready. three yeah yeah at least three maybe four uh, I've kind of lost track of the blood sports but yeah we're we're at blood sport eight baby um although I think is this still i I forget the naming mechanisms isn't this technically blood sport nine yes because they don't count the Matt riddle blood and yes, the Josh Barnett naming so. <laughs> right so this is blood sport this is g c w Josh Barnett's blood sport eight blood sport nine I think is 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 how it should <laughs> probably be known by everybody but uh anyway uh this is a weirdly um and we'll talk about the. Well, actually, we'll, we'll talk about the show in a sec. But I wanted to first, uh, and I'm trying to do this with everybody that we come on here and, and, and give the previews. Is uh, kind of taking their temperature on Mania weekend for for everybody this week, because uh, it does feel like a pretty tough Mania weekend for a lot of people, and it does feel like the general excitement level is pretty low overall. From you know what I've just noticed from the buzz and and, and whatnot. So I'm trying to when we do these previews, everybody comes on. I kind of want to take their temperature on Mania weekend. Where are you, uh, Jimmy? Where are you right now? Uh, with Mania Weekend and and, and quote-unquote excitement level or, or anticipation for it coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not over the moon about it. I mean, some of the events that every year I check out, I'll probably still watch. I'm just not like, I'm not looking forward to any of it the way that I used to. Um, but I mean, looking at some of the matches here that uh, you can see all laid out, only exclusively at voices of wrestling.com because none of these uh promotions can get their poop in a group and actually like host these anywhere um but i mean there's a show here the mark hitchcock memorial super show that i had never heard of until right now but it's got like biff busick versus minora suzuki the briscoes versus homicide and Loki. (laughs) Ishii versus Timothy Thatcher and Onita's going to be on it. <laughs> like that sounds fun. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh
0: oh. Sounds like sounds like Jeremy's looking up plane tickets. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, you could drive. It's it's not that bad of a drive. You could do that if you needed to. Yeah, but, uh, you know. yeah, I think that's you know, my, my thought on media weekend is, is kind of the same as you. It's it's there's stuff that I like, there's shows that I like, there's matches that I like it doesn't feel like an appointment viewing weekend. It doesn't feel like a weekend that like, Oh my God, you're totally going to feel like you missed out uh, by not going. But it feels like one that like, if you're not doing anything or you're home on Friday or Saturday or whatever, there's plenty to watch or, or Thursday as well. There's plenty to watch. There's plenty to kind of check out and, and, and and there's probably gonna be a bunch to enjoy. It just doesn't have that same oomph, like that gravitas that, that it seemed to have uh, a couple years ago. And, and, you know, even last year during the pandemic, it did feel at least like, you know, hey, it's something different. It's something to kind of take your mind off of whatever. Some of the shows are going to be outside. So, you know, There was some fun, interesting aspects of it last year. Whereas this year, I don't know. It doesn't feel as... Fun's not the right word. It just doesn't... I don't know. There's just something... There's some oomph missing from it. There, There's that, like, you're not going to have FOMO from not going type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's just so much pro wrestling nowadays that it's like, hey, do you want a bunch more pro wrestling? You're like, eh not really <laughs> not a lot <laughs> yeah. there's
0: so much to watch already yeah that that you know you're right there might be something to that because it did feel like there was a certain time where you know going back a couple years ago where it was like oh crap like ring of honor is going to be there and they're going to stream it live and evolve is going to be there dg usa and also it's going to be there and and it did i guess feel a little bit like the one wrestling weekend and, and, and you know I'm I'm recording these out of order, but I think yours is going to be the first one that uh, uh, that airs. So I don't want to give a kind of "quote unquote" spoiler alerts here. But some people brought up some good points as well. That like, um, you know, there's like you said that, that yeah, there's a lot of other wrestling to check out. There's a lot of other wrestling to watch, but there also does feel like there are other wrestling weekends now. In that sense, like all out feels True. like a very wrestling weekend. Uh, double or nothing, you know, that feels like they've done some other shows, other places have done shows. So, so now there's real a real argument that WrestleMania weekend, it's still the best, it's still the one that everybody kind of goes to, it's still got the most shows, but it's not completely out of the realm possibility that you would say, ah, you know what, I'm gonna go to one wrestling weekend this year, I'm gonna go to all out weekend, you know, hey, it's in Chicago, there's this is gonna run here, this, you know, I, I kind of like that, or hey, double or nothing's in Vegas, it does feel like we have more appointment you know, travel wrestling shows than we had even a couple years ago, thanks to AEW.
1: Yeah, and if you go to all out or you go to double or nothing, the odds of you seeing that year's best show are much, much higher than if you go to Mania Weekend. Like right. obviously it's not going to be WrestleMania, but I mean, I I don't think you can undersell how much we're going to miss NXT. At this, because yes, they're there, but it's at 11 a.m.
0: on like a Friday or something <laughs> yeah, or a not, Saturday. Not the best <laughs> time slot for uh, for the uh, uh, the the Rainbow uh, brand. There, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, you could always rely on the takeover, and we always, you know, the, the the thing that Joe and I would always say on the flagship is never bet against the takeover. We would always go into these shows going, yeah, I don't know, like this card looks okay, and then it would fucking blow the doors off. It'd be incredible. It'd be the show of the weekend every single weekend. You're, you're that's a great point that. Yeah, this year's NXT is is it's there, but yeah, I mean, no one's circling that as something that's going to be must-see. I mean, we used to have, you know, Bailey versus Sasha
1: Banks. This year, we have Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade. Like, it's just not the same. Like, they're not trying to do the same thing. It's just a completely different product. And so, as a result, it's like, well, you know, you had... Okay, you had a big Ring of Honor show, you had the big NXT show, you had um, Spring Break, you had Bloodsport, and just like from that alone, you're like, great, this is going to be awesome. Now, you don't really have a great Ring of Honor show, because Ring of Honor is kind of in limbo, and even when it wasn't, it still was kind of, since 2019, basically, it hasn't been the same. You don't have NXT, and then, you know... GCW sort of been uh, rated, and the you know the cards for that don't necessarily look as much fun as they have in the past. Um, though they did book Maven this year, so
0: you got to give go them that. Yeah, back. they do. They do have Maven, so there's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, certainly that. Yeah, I mean, like of the, of the shows that I've, I've, you know, if I were going to many weekend, like the lucha shows stand out to me. I think there's some really fun stuff on a lot of the lucha shows. Yeah. Uh, Bloodsport, as always, uh, it w- would be a show that I would definitely go to, and we'll get to that uh, in a moment. And then, like you said, some of the WrestleCon stuff looks pretty cool. USA versus the World, and Mark Hitchcock. Uh, so there's enough there, but it, y- you're right; it doesn't feel like a must see, like a weekend that you're really going to miss out on if 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 you don't go yeah you might miss a few good matches you might miss but it doesn't feel like oh crap i'm going to miss like the show of the year the match of the year that sort of stuff it, it yeah you're you're probably not going to have any of that sort of fomo uh, after after many weekend this year
1: yeah i mean i think this year as far as you know joe talks about his path to greatness and all that the path to greatness for me is probably going to be i'll watch bloodsport live and then I'll wait for the dirtbags to watch everything else and tell me what's good and then go check those matches. That is
0: <laughs> a, a great path to take. Uh, certainly uh, a great path. Well, let's get into the the, the Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 8. So uh, interestingly enough, th- uh, Thursday, March 31st, this is, I believe, the second official... Mania weekend show, so it's just being beat by Glory Pro Wrestling Cemetery Gates, which is at the tough, tough 11 a.m. on Thursday time slot, which uh, cannot be good for the live attendance. Uh, and then Bloodsport right after that from the Fair Park. Uh, in Dallas, that's where all the collective GCW stuff is going to be at. Uh, wh- what do you think of that time slot for for Bloodsport? Now, Bloodsport has very often been, you know, in the afternoons, and, and that's kind of been its 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 typical spot. You know, three PM seems right about where they were in, in prior years. But did you maybe think that this year they would get a little bit better billing, or is this? Are you fine with it being three PM on a Thursday still? I I think I'm fine with it being the three
1: PM show because I think it sort of gears people up for the weekend which is kind of funny because it's like very much not the same as any other show you're going to see that weekend so you might think like oh it could be nice slotted somewhere else to give you a little bit of a break but i think the way that it you just come right out of the gate with boom here's blood sport and there's going to be some bigger names on it it's going to be interesting it's going to be different kind of sets the tone for the weekend and it's done that, I wanna say pretty much every year, like going back to uh, Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. That was like a 3 p.m. show, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think this has been the traditional uh, time slot. And I think one thing that, and I kind of agree with you as well, like I, in one breath, I kind of were like, oh man, like Bloodsport should probably get a better billing, but I like the tradition that's kind of kept alive with that. And also the thing about the blood sport is every single time you're guaranteed to have a super hot crowd because a lot of those people have either just gotten in that day they are yep. just landed a couple hours ago like that you know when I went to blood sport in New York that was what I mean I had landed and we we you know messed around for I don't know three hours and then we went to blood sport we were like hell yeah wrestling let's go and we were nuts everybody was going nuts because you're just an uncaged animal ready for a weekend of wrestling so it kind of in in one respect it does kind of work it seems like an interesting time slot it seems like a time slot that you might think oh man that's not really a good billing but like for all the reasons you pointed out it is good billing i mean the crowds are always hot and it does set the tone for a weekend it does kind of get everybody hyped up and ready to go for the weekend uh so yeah i i i, st- I still like the 3 p.m time slot it kind of stinks you know it being on a Thursday, maybe they could maximize their attendance, but it does feel like they always do pretty good attendance for blood sports. So, uh, hopefully there's uh, no change here uh, for, for blood. Yeah. Sport. I
1: mean, I think it's like a, it's like a wrestling show, you know, you want to either be the last match or the first match. Yeah, and so, exactly. um, you know, and then you've got Zicky Dice's trouble in paradise as your cool down before the main event. So. <laughs>
0: right. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into some of the matches here on, on, on blood sport 8. Now, uh, in prior years, you've, you've, previewed this as if they were shoot fights if I remember correctly are you are you keeping that tradition alive or are we just going to talk about these matches how do you want to do this
1: oh we will also I mean that it's always been just a, a you know tacked on to the end of it here we I, I will make a ruling as to <laughs> the, what if it were real championships hell who yeah. would win uh, these matches
0: hell yeah I'm excited all right we'll start here with bad dude Tito and Royce Isaacs Bad Dude
1: Tito and Royce Isaacs. I still remain unconvinced that Tito
0: is a bad dude. Yeah, he doesn't seem that that bad. (laughs) No, he's not that bad. Like, yeah, he comes out and you think he's going to be more bad. and He's not that bad. He's like uh, uh, an okay dude. Like, I don't know if I want to hang out with Bad Dude Tito, but yeah, he doesn't seem like a bad dude.
1: Like... You know, and I don't think he's like a bad dude in terms of like, you know, fighting bad dude like that old Nintendo game. Are you a bad enough dude to save the president? Oh, dude. He's yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, Tito probably isn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, he doesn't really do a lot for me. I'd rather Royce Isaacs have a better opponent on here. See, what they should have done without jumping ahead too far is give me Royce Isaacs and JR Kratos and then swap uh, their opponents. So there's just one match that I can just, you know, go make a sandwich
0: for or whatever. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I'm with you. Spoiler. uh... I am with you. I think. I think. I think. We'll find out. I don't know. I think I'm with you. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Royce Isaacs is pretty good at this blood sports stuff uh, and just at pro wrestling in general. So hopefully. He can uh do something with Tito here. And uh yeah, I mean if it were real, weight classes exist for a reason, but I mean Royce Isaacs seems to just know more. It, like, you know, he's got that New Japan training and stuff like that, right? He's in the strong dojo. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, I think
0: I think he's got some good technique too. Yeah, I, I I think Isaacs could probably uh he's probably not gonna beat you in a slug fest, but I think he could probably tap you out or something, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean as long as, you know, Tito doesn't have access to weapons or something, then <laughs> I, I yes. think, yeah,
0: yeah. I think Royce Isaacs has it. Uh this is a match that I'm very much looking forward to. Uh Mike Bailey, speedball Mike Bailey versus Yuya Uamura. So this is a a, a guy who Looks like he knows karate, but I'm not sure if he actually knows karate uh, versus a New Japan dojo trainee who doesn't really show too much of like kind of the ground game, you know, stuff. But you'd imagine coming up in that dojo, doing stuff with Yuji Nagata like, I mean, my man could definitely, you know, shoot fight style. Like, I think I'm going with Yu Yuomori here for sure, right? Like, I don't, I don't know oh, Mike yeah. Bailey's background. Is he actually like a karate guy? Like, I don't think so, though, right? I doubt it. Or Taekwondo. Uh, Sorry, I, he's gonna get very mad. I believe it's Taekwondo is his. uh, uh is uh, his. Taekwondo trade, is yeah. kind of like the most fake mixed martial <laughs> art. Like, I mean, it
1: yeah, it's it's good and all, but like every time there was someone in the UFC, they're like their specialty is Taekwondo. They would just get taken down and right. just beaten to like
0: death. Um, yeah, I have they're no idea what with... technique they're graded on. Winning a fight, which doesn't t- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like ah, he's <laughs> yeah. He's well balanced and good technique. Oh, he just got punched. Now he's dead. And now he's done. Okay. Well, was, yeah, uh, there's uh, a couple techniques from Taekwondo that like GSP used to
1: use a spinning back kick from Taekwondo a lot in his fights and stuff that actually Joe Rogan taught him just random <laughs> thing. Cause Joe Rogan is a black belt in Taekwondo. Um, they need that's what they need to do josh barnett's friends with joe rogan joe
0: rogan needs to work uh <laughs> that's a draw now <laughs> to work yeah now show. you're talking about then you got to move that i think then you got to move the show from thursday i don't think i can think it be on thursday at 3 p.m that thing should uh yeah, if you could get him, that, that'd be a big, big draw. But uh, yeah, Taekwondo black belt for uh, Mike Bailey. So I apologize for, uh, Interesting. for calling him okay. a karate guy. I, I was very wrong. He is a black belt in Taekwondo. So that I guess this makes the, the match okay. a little bit different. I think, you know, even just blood sport wise, like I am really looking forward to this thing to see Mike Bailey a little bit out of his element. I think Yui Omura has been great in the other blood sport stuff that I've seen of him. So this is one of my more anticipated matches on this entire show.
1: Oh, yeah. I like I have no idea what it's going to look like now, knowing that Bailey has a legit black belt in Taekwondo. Uh, that's that's kind of fun. Or, who knows? Like they could just go out there and just exchange strikes. Uemura could try to ground them and they could do some fun stuff with that.
0: Like could be high flying. These guys are like, both <laughs> good
1: pro wrestlers. Like, yeah, it should just be good.
0: Uh, Zeta Zang versus Maria or Maria. Oh, wait, Shaffir. I I'm oh, sorry. I,
1: I have not given. Oh, you my, haven't given my your my ruling. Final ruling. Right, right, on, right. Uh, so I would say just based on size and the grappling training that you has, if he can get his hands on him, I picture there was a former Bellator fighter, Joe Warren, who uh, was cornering. I forget who he was cornering, but you could hear him on the broadcast just yelling, get your hands on him. Uh, <laughs> He needs that guy in his corner, and he needs to just get his hands on Mike Bailey. And I feel like if he does, it's a wrap. So I would take you or Uh
0: Incredible. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I hope he, you. You know what, Yuji Nagata should come with him, and then like, there's no chance. I mean, he would definitely win. Then, I mean. Be I mean, Eugene knows how to not win shoot fights, but maybe he could give him advice <laughs> on how to not win a shoot fight. You know what I mean? Like, don't do what I did and, and do exactly. the opposite of what Watch I did. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out for that. I need
1: Nagata in a track suit at ringside for this match. Yes. Um, yes. That'd yes. Be incredible.
0: But, uh, all right, move on to a women's match here. A few women's matches on this show. Uh, Zeta Zhang and uh, Marina Shafir uh, here. So, I imagine the... Uh, not to jump ahead but I, I have a feeling of who you think is going to win in the shoot fight and it's probably the uh the trained fighter versus versus zeta but uh, uh I, I yeah. guess I don't want to spoil we'll do that at the end we'll do it at the end so we'll start with the shoot fight uh, or the, the the blood sport preview uh, of Zang and and Shafir here Yeah Zang I'm
1: um, like I I've only really seen her once uh and that was her AEW Dark match against Thunder Rosa so hey great opponent To be out there with. And I'm not really sure why AEW didn't sign her. Because she looked a little slow motion at times. Like a lot of them sort of do coming in. Um, But they give TV time to way worse women. Uh, And so like Zeta, She's not too shabby. Shafir I've never been impressed with. Uh, I guess with the exception of. She had a pretty good match with uh, Masha slamovich at Bloodsport six or seven mm-hmm. the last one that was in uh, october they had a pretty good match and uh they had some tricks up their sleeve to like really get the crowd into it um, and so i'm kind of like cautiously optimistic that this might be pretty good
0: yeah, and 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 I'm, I'm with you on Zed. I, I think she's pretty solid. Um, she does have an MMA background, which which you know I, I don't know how extensive of an MMA background, Ooh. but but enough where she looks pretty competent doing you know certain part certain aspects of that in her wrestling, and and it does show it like it absolutely shows uh, in, in the wrestling. So I'm with you. I, I would have probably signed her up in AEW just to kind of keep just to have on the on you know in the reserves, you know, just to have on dark or whatever, you can kind of get her, you know, legs under her again and, and and get her working a little bit. But I do think that she at, has some potential for sure. Uh, and her blood sport stuff has been pretty good. And I'm with you that Shafir's blood sport stuff has been really good. Like that was one of my worries is that maybe she wouldn't quite get it. Uh, Shafir, you know, and, and that's always a, an issue when you have somebody who, you know, a lot of these people are like, yeah, I'm a black belt in this, or yeah, I do this. But like when you have somebody who's actually done like multiple, you know, real fights or whatever, sometimes, I didn't know if she was going to fully get it or get what Bloodsport kind of is looking to be or it's supposed to be, but she absolutely did. Like I said, that Mesha Slamovich match was really, really good and did stand out, so I'm I'm very interested in how this one goes, and they've kind of built this up. This has been kind of, there's a story to this match as well. There's some background. They've called each other out for a little while, so uh, I'm fully expecting this one to be really, really good um, between these two, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it delivers. Uh, yeah, I, was... I mean,
1: hopefully they just, uh, you know, charge at each other and just right from the jump get it going. Yeah, nice and quick and um, kind of like the Slamovich match that, uh, you know, had him like falling out of the ring and then there was a tope and stuff, but it made <laughs> sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. and like, <laughs> it was, uh, it was good stuff. And so yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they can recapture some of that magic here with this now. If this were a real fight, you've got Zeta Zhang who's taken one amateur fight um, that she won, but Marina Shafir has a handful of amateur fights that she was undefeated. And I think she went one and one as a pro. Um, and she has the extensive judo background and training part- partner of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler.
0: So, yeah, I'm going Marina Shafir. On yeah, that I think that's a, a pretty safe assumption here. All right so you you talked about this a little bit earlier you previewed this a bit but uh our next match here is j.r. Kratos versus the returning Timothy Thatcher it's it's a uh, blood sport <sighs> and Thatcher is back now that can that can go a few different ways uh, it depends really where your stance is on Timothy Thatcher uh you kind of showed your st- <laughs> your hand a little bit earlier but uh <laughs> I, I take it you are not looking forward to Timothy Thatcher's return to uh to the blood sport ranks here's my question does it go a couple
1: different ways or does it really only go one way and that way kind of sucks?
0: Hey, like, <laughs> preach of the choir to me, man. I, I, I was there for, you know, numerous Timothy Thatcher matches that just absolutely bombed in the arena. And nobody cares that, that what I would say, what I would push against though, is he has been, s- he was really good in NXT. Like I love Timothy Thatcher in NXT. Has he yeah. harnessed that? Or is he just going to be back to like, Oh, Hey, now I can grapple fuck again. Like, I tend to think he probably will now that he's in Bloodsport because I think he thinks he's like a really really solid like ground grappler and stuff and 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 you know he thinks he's like you know playing chess when other people are playing checkers or whatever but largely it's just kind of boring not very good stuff uh, from him so I don't know it could that that's why I said it could go one or two it could either go Timothy Thatcher like he was in you know NXT where the bell would ring and he would just beat people up in five minutes or. The other way, which is long, drawn out, boring uh, grapple fests. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I guess he did have that
1: match with the what was that
0: called with Matt Riddle? The like, cage uh, why am I thing? blanking on it? I've been through my entire rant. Called? I was, I was trying to think of what it was called <laughs> and try to make my rant go a fight pit, fight pit, fight was pit. The name. Yes, yes, the fight, fight pit, pit rocked. By the way. <laughs>
1: Uh, fight pit was amazing so yeah okay you're right if if he can bring fight pit timothy thatcher to this which i feel like he's got to because you've got jr kratos who no one wants to see jr kratos go in there and just like calmly and methodically exchange holds no i want to see jr kratos just clubber dudes because he's a giant just ball of meat and i want to see him just throw his meat hands at people's faces. And so if Timothy Thatcher can go in fight pit style and get in there and just you know chop each other, elbows, forearms, all that. all right, this could be good. you you've convinced me that this has at least potential. Uh, to be good and so when it eventually is not good you i will only have yes, you to uh to blame for getting my hopes up
0: yeah because while you think that oh it's JR kratos he's big and he throws bombs or whatever so of course timothy's gonna throw bombs the match is totally gonna be timothy thatcher like putting him on the ground and they're gonna be like oh you want to keep JR off his feet because he'll beat you in a striking game or what you know what i mean and just yeah loosely applied you know leg locks I, and stuff yeah that's
1: i hate it so much because like i we Everyone has seen real grappling now. Like we see Khabib Nurmagomedov on e- on SportsCenter, just like grabbing people and wrenching things, and you're like, "God, that looks terrifying." And then you watch Timothy Thatcher, and you're like, "He looks like he's cuddling." Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? yeah, a loosely applied armbar. Yeah, yeah, well, like, oh, yeah. Uh, that's- okay. Uh, all right. So now the shoot fights of Thatcher and Kratos. This is an interesting one
1: yeah I mean I don't believe that Kratos has much <laughs> in the way of shoot training but well, <laughs> I mean that's true i I do think I I would have to give Thatcher he's got thatcher's got the lean muscle he's gonna keep distance depends on you know are we where's this fight happening does Thatcher have enough room to move around is it in the fight pit because you know the fight pit that's that, you got a lot of a lot of range there. Lot, yeah, yeah. Um, I figure I, he's just going to find a way to get Kratos tired. You need a lot of oxygen to go to all those muscles. And uh, and so I, I go Thatcher. By decision. It won't be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> of all the ones we've talked about shoot fight wise, this one would be like, a, why is this happening? <laughs> like, who booked this? Like, <laughs> what in the world? Uh, speaking of who booked this and why is this happening? Simon Grimm versus John Hennigan. Excuse me? Woo! get into it excuse me is that <laughs> simon grimm versus johnny nitro right is that, am i am i reading that correctly you're not hallucinating that is indeed what john morrison import. johnny nitro johnny insert whatever johnny impact uh Mundo, yeah, johnny now... Mundo, same guy all the same guy yep I will give you
1: a uh, dramatic reading of the entirety of my notes for this match, leading into our discussion right now. Why though? Yeah, this is. And uh, that yeah, was Gr- it. <laughs> Gr- Grim is one of the <laughs> this worst is parts. Masterpiece Theater. No, that is great,
0: uh, incredible. That, yeah, Grim <laughs> is one of the worst parts of like the Josh Barnett's Blood Sports. I mean, yeah, he's tries, I always get my hopes up. Yeah, he's just not that good. <laughs> like he looks like like I appreciate his effort. Like that man, I know that he goes in every weekend thinking like, hell yeah, man, let's go. And But like it all kind of stinks. And I have no idea what – but I guess, I guess, and we've spoken about this in other previews. One of the fun parts about the first Bloodsport, about Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, was how unique and weird it was and how guys were taken out of their comfort zone. And that was what was fun about it, was seeing guys that maybe shouldn't be in shoot fights, like in yep. pseudo shoot fights or whatever. So maybe I should embrace that John Hennigan's in this and embrace the I don't know what's going to happen, but maybe it'll be fun. I, I guess I have, to, I have to take that stance, I guess. I guess, yeah. I mean, but John Morrison? Would... <laughs> like Johnny Nitro? yeah
1: i wonder hopefully there will be ring posts up and he can try to do something stupid with the ring post um just no ropes just like try to like springboard off it or something and i don't know it's i
0: who knows man i have absolutely no idea what this is gonna look like so i don't i don't watch much uh mma uh is is parkour a a a a, a, a frequent uh, use in in the uh in mma cages is that a frequent uh you know you have taekwondo you have ju- brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> you know uh, is parkour one of the trades or, or no that doesn't it uh, doesn't come up very often right well
1: uh i wouldn't say never there is one guy who i can think of offhand that makes extensive use of the wildest craziest flip stuff you've ever seen his name's michelle Pereira. uh he's a brazilian guy who does wacky dances and then like he's done a shoot moon salt during an MMA fight, um, and so he's now like the answer to whenever some curmudgeons like, well, none of this would work in a real fight. You wouldn't be back flipping on people. I'd be like Michelle Pereira does.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom! What now, son? <laughs> this sounds awesome. I need to check this guy out. This sounds right up my you alley. You do. Sure. It's, shoot it smelled moonsaults. like Pereira. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: uh you know you can probably find on youtube like a highlight package of him like i've seen him like jump off the cage uh doing moonsaults doing like fl- front flips and crazy spin kicks um he's an absolute crazy person uh, Well, hopefully so, nitro's
0: uh, johnny blackcraft is watching those tapes then so he's ready to go because uh yeah hopefully
1: this... johnny bloodsport is gonna... <laughs>
0: Uh, I, am very annoyed that he is not Johnny, but maybe he'll be Johnny Bloodsport when he shows up, but I imagine he said, Hey, I'll be Johnny Bloodsport. And Josh Barnett was probably like, nah, that's fine. (laughs) You can just be John again." So I, I (laughs) I take it. Barnett isn't into the whole, uh, my last name is the show gimmick, uh, that, uh, that that Johnny likes to do, but I guess I, 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 I'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see when the show comes, uh, the, the, the fun level of, uh, of one Josh Barnett. But, uh, yeah. So as far as this match, uh, shoot fight style, who's, uh. Who's taking this one home? I, I guess you've, you've convinced me that uh, Johnny Nitro can do it. So,
1: yeah, here's the thing <laughs> Does John Hennigan look like a man who has ever taken a legit punch to the face uh, before? He's no, he's too pretty for sure. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. Like, he's only been hit on accident, is kind of <laughs> the, the vibe that I get from him. Uh, and so, I gotta go, Simon Gotch. Because I, I feel like, again, whoever controls where the fight takes place usually controls the fight. And uh, Hennigan's going to want the fight taking place in the rafters somewhere. Yeah, a gymnastics God's the gym, gym and... somewhere. Guys <laughs> are <laughs> just going to drag him to the bottom of the fight pit. And right, trampoline
0: out. park or something, yeah. but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, this one I am definitely looking forward to as well. I have this circled out as my list of of, of ones to definitely uh, get excited about. Josh Barnett versus Jonah, all caps. Jonah, the former, uh, uh, he, he was in NXT, obviously. As uh, I get all the names here, uh, he Bronson was, Reed, yeah, Bronson Reed. I've, I've blanked on the name. Yeah, Jonah Rock, uh, as many people probably know him. I forget. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Uh, this looks pretty sweet. He's Jonah. If you've never seen him, is just a big fucking mountain of a man. He's like six foot. 320 probably he's just a huge huge man and josh barnett's josh barnett but uh yeah i think i'm looking forward to this one should i be looking forward to it yeah i think so i think it'll
1: be interesting um you know josh barnett above anybody else is should be able to help him along in a match like this and kind of figure out like okay what are you good at Let's do that. I feel like every time I see Jonah, he does a ton of senton splashes. That's probably not happening. But, hey, maybe it will. Who knows? Um, Maybe he tries a senton and Barnett uses that to grab an arm bar or something like that. um, I will say this about Jonah, though. And this is just a note to all pro wrestlers. If you're going to go through a gimmick change, maybe make that new name something that people can Google. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes, I'm like oh, yeah, because believe it or not, when you look Jonah. up <laughs> when you look up Jonah on Google, uh, the first thing that comes up uh, is not the former Jonah Rock, uh, much to my chagrin. Yeah, there's a few other things uh, that pop up, and uh, yeah, there's you're you're absolutely right, sir. <laughs> and you you of all people could say that. Hey, you know, you know, there's a lot of other things are going to come up, like like maybe a million other results are going to come up before your name comes up. So yeah, not uh, not yeah. great, Jonah. Maybe just going back to being Jonah Rock, which if you look up Jonah Rock on Google. Hey, there you go. Hey, there he is. So yeah, when you look up Jonah on Google, uh, Bronson Reed does not appear. So yeah, uh, no, probably a a very, uh... Uh, very, very good uh, uh, recommendation there.
1: Not me. only have you just picked a common name, you've
0: also picked a book of the Bible. So <laughs> Right. <you> know, <laughs> right. Hey, uh, which I've heard, pretty popular, the, uh, the Bible. <laughs> pretty popular. Uh, read by uh, quite a few people these days. So <laughs> I'm going to start going by Matthew. Google me. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It did, yeah it didn't work out for jesus of the uh los Barriques either so yeah learn from his mistakes people all right like, you know did not work well for him at all so uh anyway uh, uh josh bernard jonah i'm looking forward to it i'm pretty excited about it yeah. uh shoot fight wise i mean it's it's oh the baby faced assassin the war master josh
1: jonah jonah oh absolutely beats jonah all the way
0: back to Malburn. Uh, Alex Gog- uh, Coglin versus Slade. Also, our second all-caps guy here. Slade <laughs> is also uh, in all-caps. This is Slade Rikers. He's been at a few different places. He's, he's from uh, the Creative Pro Academy, uh, Curt Hawkins, Pat Bucks uh, uh, group. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about Slade and uh, and, and Alex Coglin? This is uh, an interesting one here. I think this has some good dumb jock wrestling potential.
1: Um, like, I think this could just be strong style two dudes just slapping each other in the chest for five minutes straight and i'm here for it uh <laughs> i'm all about that i say let's go let's do it hard strikes alex is gonna drop him on his head a few times uh slade doesn't exactly appear to be a guy that has a ton of regard for his own well-being um man let's go like, yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah, like I think, this should
0: be fun. I think this could be fun too. Yeah, like you said, there, there's going to be matches that are going to be heavy on technique and heavy on that sort of stuff. I do hope that this is just like classic, like, you know, 1994, like New Japan strong style type stuff where bell rings and guys just hit the hell out of each other for like three minutes. And then one guy is bloody and battered and the other guy is, is, is laying in a pool of his own blood. And that's kind of end of it. So, you know, t- this has to be TKO. Like, we can't get, we cannot get a tap oh, yeah. out here. This has to be end via TKO. It has to. Yeah. Uh, shoot fight wise, where, where are you going here? I don't know any uh, real background of, of either. I don't know that Slade uh, has any sort of a real fighting yeah, background. I and I, I guess Coglins so. probably looks like he did some amateur wrestling in his days. But I don't know that to be true either. So Yeah, I mean Slade w-
1: is billed as being from Rikers, which I feel like gives you an advantage. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, depending on the rule set we're operating under <laughs> right. here, uh, but I'm pretty sure Alex Coblin's got some real training, and I have a feeling like if this were a shoot fight, again he takes it down to the mat, and uh,
0: you know makes makes it a long, long day for Mister Slade. At some point, Katsuri Shibata has shot in this guy and told him to shoot back, right? Like, there's no doubt. Oh, one hundred percent. Like they were grappling, and then all of a sudden, he just told him, "Hit me, motherfucker," or something like that. So then he said, "Hit him." So, uh, yeah, there, there's no doubt in my mind that Coglin uh, would probably win this one here. Um, <laughs> man, I I have no idea this one. This, this your why though? I, I kind of have the similar thought about this. Ninja Mac versus YoYa. Ninja <laughs> Mac versus yo-ya this wow ninja mac in blood sport man i don't uh i don't know what to think i don't know what this is gonna be but uh i think i'm here for it again like I, i'm embracing this the, the wildness here of, of this year's blood sport
1: yeah like you were you know talking about with uh you know Jonah and John Hennigan, like these guys that are coming in kind of harkening back to hey, we're bringing in people, putting them in out of their element. I like Ninja mank being here because it tells us we're all still having fun with this concept, like it hasn't gotten too too serious uh, and so yeah, I like it's gonna be interesting i my guess is that you're gonna have. Just, you know, a lot of fast-paced, striking exchanges. This is a match they're probably going to have rehearsed to some degree, I'm guessing. Just, you know, so they can go out there and boom, 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 land all these exchanges. If we don't get a spot where they both kip up and pose each other down, I will be absolutely gobsmacked. Uh, Because it just seems like that's sort of the thing we're going to get. And probably won't be long. But uh, here for a good time, not a long time. That's what I think.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So now, when you go to Ninja Mac's cage match, and I'm, I'm I'm a little dubious on <laughs> the listings here. Background in sports for Ninja Mac, 32 year old Ninja Mac. It says Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, gymnastics, mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, <laughs> and Taekwondo. I I've I've seen Ninja Mac wrestle a few. Th- None of those have come through. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, am I nuts? I apologize I mean, if nasty? this man does. Yeah, I apologize if this man has an extensive background in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and Taekwondo uh, and, and all this. So, I, but I, I mean, I've watched him a bunch. I have never seen any of that come through with this wrestling. So, uh, again, okay, if, here's if, the one that makes me the most dubious that you
1: left off, uh, Ringen r-i-n-g-e-n hmm. is listed uh, on cage match for him as a mixed martial arts that he knows uh and that's just um like folk style wrestling according to <laughs> wikipedia it's like german folk style wrestling um <laughs> color me uh color me skeptical on uh, ninja max german folk style wrestling experience uh, but With, it does said, i'm did, really excited go-
0: no dude, i'm excited for the bell to ring and him just to technique the fuck out of yo i mean you know what i mean like <laughs> he shows up everyone thinks he's gonna do a bunch of flips and he just keeps on the mat and he just works your ass you know he's just like boom bulldog choke transition <laughs> now he's got
1: the front face lock he's throwing knees yo doesn't know where it's coming from uh he did used to go by the capoeira kid though previously and okay. as we all know capoeira if you played any Tekken growing up, you know, is by far the coolest martial art. And so he brings some of that in a little capoeira. Yo, yo does a little Taekwondo silliness and this could be fun. Yes. Yeah, so maybe I'm looking you know, forward to it. Don't, uh, don't judge a, a book by its cover here. This could be, uh, this could be an interesting one here. And according to cage match here, Ninja Mac trained by low key, which means he may shoot, out
0: Yoya. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> right.
0: Now that's who we need in a track jacket on, at ringside is, is low key. That's who we need, man. Oh my god, that'd be great. But uh, uh, shoot, fight wise, I uh, I don't know where you're going to go here. I guess with our newfound information about Ninja Mac, perhaps him. But are uh, uh, also newfound information that I'm not sure is actually true. Uh, that may, I don't know. I um, maybe a draw. Maybe. I, I don't know if I have a good read on who would win a shoot fight between these two.
1: Well, I think it's whoever lands first. Let's say that. Let's let's give there Ninja Mac go. a little bit of credit. Uh, whoever lands first, I think Mac is a little bigger. yo is a little faster. I guess, gun to my head, I go Ninja Mac in a shoot fight.
0: There it is. All right. Uh, get on to our another uh, women's match here. Uh, Massa Slamovich we've talked about before, uh, versus Janai Kai, who uh, has appeared on a lot of these blood sports as of late. Uh this one I this could be good. It could also kind of be a styles clash and I'm not sure where I'm at with this. Where 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 do you stand on this uh, Slavovic versus Kai match?
1: Yeah, I mean, for mixed martial arts, the style clash always works where it's like, "Ooh, it's striker versus grappler." It's Chael Sonnen versus Anderson Silva and, you know, that sort of contest is always sort of interesting. Can they make that interesting for this match? that's what we'll see now hopefully they get some agenting help from Barnett on this or you know from I mean heck even Moxley is you know a total MMA nerd and uh he may be able to throw some ideas at him like oh I saw this one fight once where they did this you guys should do that uh and so it I feel like it could be good i was kind of down on masha and then i saw the allison k match at last year's wrestlemania weekend and got even more down on masha because i was like i'm just not seeing it guys and then she had that match at uh at the last blood sport in october uh against marina shafir which should have been terrible and was actually really good uh, and so I've kind of turned a little bit of a corner. I have optimism for Masha again. I feel like she she's doing some better stuff and she's projecting better. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That was one of the things that really bugged me at first with her was I saw her against Layla Hirsch and Layla Hirsch looked like more of like a badass than Masha Slamovich did and that just felt totally wrong uh, especially considering their size and and everything and now, it's like that Marina Shafir match it was like a whole new it wasn't a new persona but a sort of a new reflection of that persona from Masha's the way it felt to me and so i'm looking forward to hopefully we get more of that in this bloodsport match Janai Kai can do some fun stuff that it's like it's high risk if it pay, if it works if it looks good it looks great uh, it could look really really silly but uh, you know, who knows? Uh, well, that's that's the coin flip you kind of get there. I'm optimistic though. I feel like this is going to be good. This is going to be an interesting match.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about it as well. Slamovich, I, I think over the last year has gotten pretty damn good, and even even her like actual wrestling stuff has been right. a lot better. Like you said, she's projecting a little bit better. She's gotten obviously a new, a new you know new little uh, you know more confidence, and, and and rightfully so. She's in there with you know pretty top stars. She's one of the top you know women's wrestlers on the indies right now. So yeah, she's got that confidence, got that feel like hey, you know I belong here, and I, you know I, I, I'm good. So that. You know, good for her to do that, and and yeah, I, I think the last Bloodsword match that you mentioned was was really really good. Uh, and Janai Kai, like you said, it either lands or it just doesn't land at all. Like sometimes she does a bunch of weird spinny kicks, and they're like nowhere near the other person, and the person's got to sell it, or she falls down, or it looks silly, or she's doing all that stuff and it looks awesome. Like there's, no, it could go one of two ways. I think with Slamovich, it might be a good Styles Clash in the sense that like Kai might be trying to do her, her kind of, you know. Some of these, you know, flying kicks and and back fists and all this sort of stuff, and then Slimevich can kind of either tackle her, you know, throw her down, grab the arm, do that sort of stuff. So I think that will actually work. It doesn't work very well with when Kai's in there with somebody else who's also trying to do kind of intricate strikes. But when you have somebody right. who's probably just going to try to take it to the ground and and, and try to tackle and and just strengthen somebody, that that might be like you said a, a good styles clash, one that really does work. So yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, checking that one out. Uh, shoot fight wise, where, where do we have with both of these? I mean, the shoot fight, it's tricky because
1: I don't know as though Masha has any experience beyond pro wrestling, uh, in Jin- whereas Janai Kai does. She has the Taekwondo background. But Masha is so much bigger than her, which is one of the things that I think will help the match, too, is because not only do you have the striker grappler, you also have a David Goliath story to tell with the match. So yeah. that kind of gives you another way to go. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's like, can Janai Kai put enough into her strikes to take down Slamovich. I don't think so because you very very rarely see women around that uh, around that size have that kind of stopping power. Um, although I don't know if you saw the replay that was going around, it was all over Twitter and stuff from this past weekend of, uh, meatball Molly McCann in the UFC. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. It's, it's worth finding the, the gif or whatever of, uh, meatball Molly hits this spinning back elbow on this girl at UFC London last weekend and look like she Killed her. Like it's the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> uh, uh, but I say that to say it's the very rare exception that you see something like that land at a lower lake weight class with the women. And so for that reason, I feel like Masha would be able to take her down and probably beat her up or at the very least go to a decision that, you know, she wins just because
0: she was on top. Uh, and then two more matches to go here to the big, uh, the big boys here uh, on blood Sports. So it's kind of interesting that Barnett, I think has probably booked this where he is kind of, I mean, the, the match with Jonah is a, is a big time match or whatever, but he's clearly understanding that these other guys are, are, are much, much bigger deal at this point. And, and, and I appreciate that. Not always booking himself in the top, top match, which again, I mean, it, it bears his name. He is Josh Barnett. I wouldn't hate it if he always put himself in like these top spots, but I do think with these two bookings, he, it, it's a really cool way to go about this show. Because uh, the first one we're gonna talk about here, John Moxley versus the returning Biff Busick. Biff Busick returning to the Indies after years as only Lorcan, years in WWE, years in NXT. John Moxley versus Biff Busick. I mean, man, it's it's not a shoot fight wise. Who the fuck knows? Who <laughs> godly knows what would happen here? <laughs> but blood sport wise, this is gonna fucking rock. And there's no doubt in my mind this is gonna rock. Yeah,
1: I like if I told you at the end of the weekend that that was the best match that happened all weekend, I don't think you'd be that surprised. No, because not at all. Uh, this should rule. This will be the best match Moxley has that weekend. Um, I know he's got at least one other, uh, if not two others lined up, uh, for GCW and whoever, but uh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. Like I, and this is the thing. And I feel like I may have talked about this last time, but I love the way that John Moxley does shoot style grappling and stuff like that. Um, and even not necessarily shoot style, but just his normal grappling in AEW or wherever is that like, it's just so aggressive and so raw and he just wrenches on people and he grabs real holds Uh, You know, I listened to uh, Renee Paquette's podcast with uh, it's her radio show with Misha Tate uh, from the UFC. They do a show together on Sirius XM. They release it as a podcast. And there was an episode immediately after uh, Revolution that it was the first um, uh, AEW pay-per-view that Misha Tate had seen. And previous, like so, for the show, like they're covering MMA and they're covering you, uh, you know, pro wrestling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so she had been to uh, SummerSlam in Vegas. That's where she lives, and so the show was there. So she went, you know, sort of as an experience for the radio show to talk about it. She watched the pay per view for Revolution, saw the Brian Danielson John Moxley match. And was like, now that's what I'm talking about. Like, that I can get into. Because everything they did looked real. Like, you can't do what they did without knowing stuff. Like, she was so complimentary of it. And it, so, I felt so justified, in my opinion, of caping for John Moxley's technical wrestling for so long. Uh, because here is, you know, one of the best female grapplers of all time in MMA. Going like, yeah, like those guys, both of them went out there and knew exactly what they were doing, and everything looked great and intense and it looked brutal. I don't know how they do that and not just totally destroy themselves and yada yada. I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. Like John Moxley goes out there, his stuff looks real, it looks good. If you're an actual MMA head, you can watch a John Maxley match John Moxley match and you're like, Yep, that looks good. Those holds look real. Uh, my wife, same experience. She's a big UFC fan, not as much pro wrestling. She watches John Moxley. She watches Brian Daniels. So then she's like, yes, that looks real. I can believe that. I can't believe some of this other stuff. Right. Um, and so for that, and then Biff Busick is another guy that in that vein.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, tough. it sounds like you could almost describe Biff Busick with a, the exact same ways. It's like everyone of his holds, like as even just the most basic grapple feels like it would hurt. Like he's rubbing on your ear. He's rubbing on your temples. He's yep. rubbing, you, you know, your traps. Like everything is just kind of, he's kind of wrenching everything in a little bit more and a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy trained by Lance Storm.
1: Uh, And so, you know, he's technically sound as far as the pro wrestling goes, but then on top of that is able to work in, obviously, whether I don't know if he has an official background or anything, but this is a guy that's obviously rolling on a jujitsu mat somewhere during the week. Like, this is a guy who's a combat sports athlete. You can tell just by the way he throws his strikes the way he does his grappling. You put these two together, and what I think this may be the main event. Maybe it won't be. Maybe the next match will be. Who knows? But this match is going to be fire. It should be the main event if it's not, because I don't think that uh, anybody's going to be able to follow this one on this
0: show. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, I would like this one to be the main event. I think it works with Moxley in there, but obviously, you know, when you get to the main event, uh, which I, I well, sorry, we'll do that in a moment. But shoe Fight Biff Busick versus John Moxley. This is a. Uh, Pretty evenly matched here. I mean, like, oh, Busek,
1: more of, like, an indie-sized guy. Moxley is more of, like, a, you know, WWE-sized guy. I th- but I could be wrong. I think like- you're
0: right. Busek is listed at 6'1", and Moxley... Well, Moxley's listed at 6'2", so maybe... Moxley feels taller than 6'2", though. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's because he's there on the Indies. I guess we'll have to see when they're next to each other. But uh, yeah, Biff. Yeah, Biff like, does feel like he's like 5'8", usually when I see him. But maybe that's him with other taller guys and Moxley. Because the same thing happened with Moxley when Moxley was in WWE. You're like, oh, ah, yeah, a normal sized guy, and then yeah, he goes on the Indies. You're like, God yeah, guy's huge. Like Jesus Christ, right? Look how big exactly. he is. So that's so it'll be interesting. So yeah, that
1: that would that would factor in. But if it's if the stats say they're relatively similar. As Mike Goldberg once said for the UFC, virtually identical. Uh, then I gotta. I, I guess I go Moxley because he's just crazier. Yeah, it feels like Moxley,
0: you'd have to literally kill that man to like. If if it was a shoot <laughs> fight, like he would have to literally die. Like even. You could knock him out, and he'd probably still go fighting. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he would stop. Oh, yeah. like he, he has no brain to actually stop to just say, no, my, the fight's over, man. Like, you would literally need a referee to, like, jump in the midst of, a, of, of him punching a guy and say, no, you're done. You can't keep punching this guy. Because, yeah, he, yeah. Just, he would just never die. He would just never, ever die. That's just uh, Moxley's uh, personality there. Uh, and then uh, the final match here that we'll talk about. Maybe the main event, like you said, I think Moxley and Busick I would probably put as the main event. But when you're bringing this guy to town, I, I get why you would maybe want to put him in the main event. It's Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. Dickinson, obviously returning from a long time away with an injury uh, about six to eight months. I forget exactly when that happened, maybe about six, maybe closer to six months for him uh but he is going to be facing Minoru Suzuki here Suzuki obviously a, a veteran of bloodsport in one of the better bloodsport matches ever if not the best bloodsport match ever uh, against Josh Barnett uh, a couple years ago but uh, Minoru Suzuki Chris Dickinson what are your thoughts on this uh Jeremy Yeah I mean this well and this is also a rematch from October um that
1: they had a bloodsport 7 um and that was the main event of that show Suzuki won it by submission and so here we go again, but this is just like this is exactly the kind of thing the blood sport should be. like Minoru Suzuki basically has two kinds of matches now. He has comedy matches, and then he has these matches where he goes out and just trades strikes and submission holds and i'm I'm honestly, I'm here for both if if we're <laughs> just cards on the table, <laughs> but most definitely for the uh the strike heavy attack heavy. Uh, sort of shoot you know strong style that Suzuki brings and does so well and so yeah their last match was good this match should be good as long as they keep the pace up uh, it'll be interesting to see as you said with Dickinson coming off the injury like you know is he ready to go uh can Suzuki still go because you know he's obviously sort of waning here But if they both show up, they both got their working shoes on and they both go out there. And I think it would actually help the match if it's not the main event, because maybe then it can be a little shorter and you can just really get, you know, the best of the best of what these guys are going to do. Get it all in there. Um, I think this should, again, be another at minimum pretty darn good
0: match. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this one in the same respect for that. Yeah, it's Minoru Suzuki, it's Bloodsport, so that's good. It's Chris Dickinson, it's Bloodsport, that's good. It's Minoru Suzuki and Chris Dickinson in Bloodsport, we know that's good as well. And there's also the added intrigue of, okay, what health level does Dickinson have? The good thing is you know that like if this guy can, if he is healthy, he is like Moxley where he's going to go full bore. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that if he feels like he's good to go, and his body's good to go; that he's good to go, and he's going to just go in there and 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 bust his ass. So you have that, and like you said, Minor Suzuki's going to be booked on a bunch of other shows this weekend. He's booked on a bunch of other indies all over the. You know, he's not unique really anymore. I mean, people have seen Minor Suzuki live a bunch of times over the last couple of years, and a lot of those, like you said, he comes out, he's an entrance, and then it's uh, you know he just kind of messes around, makes funny faces, do that, does that sort of stuff. He has not done that on Bloodsport yet, and I don't think he's going to do that on Bloodsport. And I'm sure Josh Barnett's not going to let him do it on Bloodsport. I don't think Suzuki wants to do it on blood sport either so it is kind of in a way that while Minor suzuki isn't unique anymore this Minor suzuki is unique then Minor suzuki comes in no nonsense no bullshit bell rings and he's gonna kick ass like that Minor suzuki we don't get as often anymore so i'm looking forward to seeing that here so w- whether it be the main event whether it be somewhere in the show uh, i i think this match should deliver big and uh, this entire show really is, I think, one of the standout shows of WrestleMania weekend. I mean, just off the top of my head, Suzuki and Dickinson sounds great. Moxley and Busick sounds great. Uh Coglin and Slade sounds great. Barnett and Jonah I'm into. Um Bailey and Yui Imura I'm into, and 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 those are just ones that I really and then like a bunch of the other stuff in between there, I think all has the chance to be really, really good. Other than like bad dude Tito and Royce Isaacs and then I guess Simon Grimm versus John Hennigan. I'm not like super into that one, but most other ones at least I have a perverse interest. Uh, in every match and then the ones that I do like like I think are going to be pretty damn awesome so uh Bloodsport again <laughs> might be yeah. one of the shows of WrestleMania weekend just because it's like it, it knows what it wants to do it does what it's supposed to do and it just unequivocally is Bloodsport you know what I mean it just it is yeah. you know what you're going to get there's no surprises there's no discipline it's just it's Bloodsport and I, I I'll give you know all the credit in the world to GCW and Josh Barnett for just saying hey go do it and 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 trusting that you know this show is going to be what it's going to be and and letting it remain what it is
1: yeah absolutely it uh you know we're we're not gonna who knows how many more of these we're going to get and especially with like the suzuki how many more of these kind of suzuki matches are we really going to see who knows and so appreciate this one appreciate it while it's here because blood sport is uh it's it's different. It's special, and uh, and I'm always excited for it. Oh, and uh, we uh, we've got to Suzuki versus Dickinson. Oh yes, if it were real.
0: <laughs> now, I think I have an answer, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you're going to surprise me here. Here's the thing:
1: is that Minoru Suzuki is getting very very old. Yes, and there will come a day when his age and his shopwornness catches up to him and he is no longer able to take down these young whippersnappers on the field of combat however
0: next thursday would not be that day yeah. i take Monoro suzuki still got that old man strength he's not he's not that old yet he's still he feels like a guy that could still stretch even in, into his like 70s or whatever but it's gonna come like you said it's, it, it will come at some point but uh yeah i still think minora's a- Got that win there. Tickets in, Try like hell. Tickets will try like hell. I'll strengthen him, maybe slam him a few times. But I think when uh, when push comes to shove, it will be Minoru Suzuki that gets the win. So uh, there we go. That is, again, on the 31st. Uh, it is airing on Fight TV as well. Uh, Voicesofwrestling.com slash fight. Or you can go to the WrestleMania weekend page uh, at Voices of Wrestling where we have links there if you want to order Josh Burnett's Bloodsport on Fight. It's also part of the collective package as well. So if you want to just buy every collective show at once, uh, you can do that as well. At uh, wrestling dot com slash fights. So, uh, Jeremy, you want to get any plugs out of the way before we uh, bid adieu? Uh,
1: just on Twitter, it's at Jeremy Sexton. Uh, if I do anything else cool, I'll just post it on there. And so, consider it your your little RSS feed of fun tidbits about me.
0: There it is. Oh, and and I I real quickly because uh, I'm asking everybody about this. Uh, what else are you looking forward to this mini-weekend? Is there a few things that you have circled that, that you're saying, hey, I'm definitely going to check that out this mini-weekend? Or, or like you said, are you going to watch Bloodsport and then let everybody else figure out, everybody else r- sift through the rubble and, and, and find the gems in, 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 in what could be a disastrous weekend, potentially?
1: There's a couple others. I'm... I'm definitely checking out this Mark Hitchcock show now. I mean, you're telling me I'm getting the Briscoes versus Homicide and Low Key? I don't care if it's 2022. I am in. Yeah. Bandito versus Mike Bailey. That show looks good. It does. Yeah, I'm sold On the same show, you're going to have Atsushi Onita, Robert Gibson, and Ricky Morton. I mean, what are <laughs> those guys talk about? Yeah, that's, <laughs> at some point, they're in a triple threat match. Yes. At that's some point, I'm
0: those saying. three men will be in the room together shake hands and say something to each other and i want to be there <laughs> to see what that is uh, and I what they be talk about yeah in that room but yep.
1: yeah i mean you got that that's interesting always the um the which the spring break you know i'll check out spring break cuz it's spring break and it's usually an entertaining show even if none of the matches are really really doing it for actually i haven't actually looked at the cards here but just a quick scan yeah i mean the spring break shows they look like spring break shows they should be they should be all right suzuki versus Effie. i'm curious to see what that's going to be um who knows who knows what that'll be there's uh the gringo loco world on lucha show uh it's it's funny because on one hand i'm like that kind of looks interesting but like triple a is bringing a show that looks better There's, like, two or three other better-looking Lucha shows that are happening. Um, Yeah, it's a weekend
0: of Lucha for sure. There's some lot of good Lucha stuff.
1: That's what I'm, like upset like if i was going to go to anything it would be like every lucha show right if i was headed down there just because i mean when else are you going to get a chance to see a triple a show you know for yeah. example yeah, especially getting, in
0: like, texas too which i think would be a cool atmosphere for a lucha show and like i kind of have that in chicago as well anytime i'm going to a lucha show in chicago it's a blast because it's like you know very heavy mexican population that all goes and it's completely different wrestling crowd than what you get on like an aaw show or a freelance wrestling show or whatever yeah and i would hope that you got the same vibe in Texas for a Lucha show that like yeah the crowd that goes to a GCW show that's going to be the same crowd every single weekend you know the whole weekend it's going to be the same you know 100 or so people that are going to be there for every single show I would like to believe that the Lucha shows are going to be a weird blend of like people that don't know that any other shows are going on but are just going to the Lucha show and are going to bring their Vuvuzelas and their Noisemakers and all that sort of stuff as well as your wrestling fans that are like ah fuck it I'll go to the Martinez promotions you know Lucha show and that could make for a really really fun atmosphere so I'm right with you if I was going down like all those lucha shows are definitely highlighted and 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 top of mind that I have to go to every single one of those. Even right down to the the Gringo Local one I think would be pretty fun too. Oh yeah totally. So you can follow him on Twitter at Jeremy Sexton. Uh Jeremy thank you so much for coming here and helping us preview Blood Sports. Absolutely thank you. In the hobby it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card Off again, that's arena club.com/slash VOW net, arena club.com/slash VOW net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. All right, and continuing our discussion and our previews of WrestleMania weekend, it is Joey O'Doherty. You can follow him on Twitter at Awesome O'Joe. Joey. Thank you for joining us.
2: No pleasure to have myself here and uh, honestly getting stuck into WrestleMania weekend out there. Such a long sabbatical from wrestling is just what I needed. Yes, yeah, WrestleMania
0: weekend, You're, uh, so I guess we'll we'll talk about your temperature on this year's WrestleMania weekend and, and how excited or, or not excited or whatever you may be, but uh, before we do that, I did want to let you uh, take a chance to plug, because you got some something new out that's very exciting, very fun, very interesting, uh, it's getting a lot of love, it's getting great reviews, and I uh, just wanted to uh, give you a chance to uh, plug that away, so
2: talk about the Mox Podcast. You are full of shit, Rich, it's not getting great reviews, and I joke, and I joke, and it's, <laughs> it's cool. But uh, yeah, it's, it's listen, I'm no John Moxley super fan. I'm just a guy who just finds the guy fascinating. And I want to give a sort of an honest and true reflection of a career of a fascinating guy. And it was something to do, something to get myself back in. So, at Mox Podcast is where you can find Wild Thing. And yeah, it's, it's fascinating just going back and watching all wrestling. And it's a good excuse to get stuck into some stuff maybe I haven't seen before. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Some great stuff. So at Mox Podcast, I can go there. It's a pretty cool series where you're talking to a different uh, person about a different Moxley match, uh, the story that goes into the match, the story around the match, the match itself. So uh, it's really cool because yeah, the guy's got an absolutely fascinating career and there's like so many different uh like facets of his career like the John Moxley from the American Indies in the early 2000s is like entirely different than Dean Ambrose you know what i mean there's there's like a connective tissue in that guy like caring about everything that he does like he supremely cares about all he does but those guys can't be any different like the Mox today is so much different than Dean Ambrose and it's like but at the end of the day they all kind of are the same because they're they're all connected by this Maniac of <laughs> hard worker uh John Moxie, who makes sure that anything that he truly truly cares about uh he goes one hundred ten percent with so yeah it'll be it'll be fascinating to watch as that series goes on
2: no, oh, appreciate it like uh, i look at like Moxie from when of his early in the days like he was finally putting the pieces together, got himself. You know, really found what his strengths were and worked with them. And then by the time he got to there, he moved on to FCW and started to relearn how to really work and how to get stuck into WWE's way of sort of you know presenting themselves to the camera and the way they like to you know really tear people down and build them back up again, for lack of a better word. And then obviously there's the New Japan and uh, Game Changer Wrestling mocks, which is completely different from anything we saw previously in the six years in WWE. And it's just it's fascinating. I, I could watch this guy all the day. He's passionate he's authentic and yeah some pretty good wrestling in there too Yeah, absolutely yeah i think one of the things i love about him is
0: that yeah he, he he's a, he's clearly like a cream rice of the top guy like everything that he does no matter what system he's in he does it the best he can do you put him in blood sport he's like one of the best blood sport guys you put him in gcw he's one of the best gcw guys he goes to the g1 and he's like the star of a g1 <laughs> it's like he's not that good you know he's not that good of a wrestler like all those other guys but it doesn't matter because like good wrestling is you know subjective and it's all about that what you do when you're in there you know so no bell to bell he's not like Anywhere near an Okada or a Tanahashi or whatever, but it doesn't matter because it's John Moxley, so he fucking rocks. So yeah, that, uh, yeah that's gonna be a great series to follow uh, as it goes again at Mox uh, Podcast for uh, for that uh, in the future. But uh, let's talk about WrestleMania weekend here a little bit, uh, Joey, and we'll start with your temperature on WrestleMania weekend. Are you feeling this WrestleMania weekend? Are you excited? Are you cautiously optimistic? Where,
2: where are you at right now with uh, with this year's WrestleMania weekend? Well, full disclosure, it's been obviously. Say about six, maybe seven months since I really got back into pro wrestling after really falling out of love with it. And that's just down to really time constraints and not really feeling everything probably around 2017, 2018. But getting stuck back into things, thanks to AEW, draw me back in. And I made a new year's resolution to try and get myself into as much indie wrestling as possible starting off with like a game changer wrestling in January to Hammerstein and going from there, watching things like, you know, uh, like Rev Pro with uh, Michael Oku and Will Osprey. And it's just like, there's so much good stuff out there. And WrestleMania weekend is really where a lot of the best talent that's not signed converges and has a bit of fun and shows you something that like, maybe you haven't seen before.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It should be a uh, perfect, pretty- yeah no yeah yeah definitely and if you're yeah if you're if you're kind of new to the the game in in that sense or you haven't really watched it for a while I mean this is a great weekend to kind of sample some stuff there's probably dozens upon dozens of people that you've never seen before so that'll be interesting uh, to check out. But let's talk about the shows that you specifically wanted to preview. We'll start with uh, what I believe is actually kicking off the entire weekend itself, and that's Glory Pro Wrestling's Cemetery Gates, which is probably the best show name of the entire weekend. Cemetery Gates is quite the way to start this uh, weekend off. Uh, Thursday, March 31st, 11 a.m. at the Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. So a bit of a tough time for people coming in to uh, to Texas, unless you know maybe they're there on a Wednesday and, and they're there the night before and ready to go, but uh, this is always a tough time slot for, for people. People this Thursday at 11 a.m. I mean that's just a rough spot, but it's a hell of a show. Uh, it's available on Fight. It's also part of the Collective Fight bundle as well over at VoicesOfWrestling.com/Fight. Uh, but the matches uh, announced so far as of this recording: Matt Fitchett and Davey Vega versus the No Remorse Corpse of Davy Richards and Rocky Romero. Corps, uh, of of Davy Richards and Rocky Romero. Jake Something versus Max the Impaler. Warhorse versus Jox- Josh Alexander. Tootie Lynn versus Jani Kai. Mike Outlaw versus Brian Keith. Myron Reed, Carlos Romo, Shane Saber. Danny Jones in a four-way match, and then technical difficulties versus Fly Def versus Alpha Omega, uh, Alpha Omega, and Hart versus Hart, uh, Hustle and Muscle. Sorry, Hustle and Muscle. So, uh, Joey, what kind of jumps off of the page for you? Why? Why? Why this show? Did you kind of pick to say, "Hey, this is one that I really want to talk about"?
2: I just randomly picked them. Like, I looked at a lot of the guys that were obviously taking shows, and I said to myself, "I'm going to take something that maybe just no one else really wants to take." There's something that may be different or something that things aren't announced for just yet. And whatever was going to be on them, I was going to do a little bit of homework at least to see who these guys were that I weren't familiar with. like, And that was really the fun part of probably doing this was to sort of have a look at about three or four matches of each guy. Maybe that was going to be on this and sort of see what I was going to be interested in and whatnot. And to be honest, with you, I think I, I looked out with this show. It's you cool. did. Yeah, that's a great show. I mean, this is
0: honestly one that I I definitely have circled as as one to make sure that I'm, I'm I'm able to watch at least a little bit of. And Glory Pro, they're based obviously in in the St. Louis area. They run a lot in Illinois due to, you know, some commission stuff going on in Missouri, but essentially they are a St. Louis based promotion, but uh I think they did a really good job here of kind of blending what they normally do with also grabbing some people that are going to be there that weekend and, and, and people that they can kind of showcase that they might not normally showcase. So you're left with what I think is a pretty damn good card. I mean, Jake Something uh, versus Max the Impaler, Warhorse versus Josh Alexander. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly the matches I would choose for both guys, but I think it's pretty interesting, especially for Something and, and, and Max the Impaler uh, and Warhorse versus Josh Alexander. I mean, Josh Alexander is one of the best in the world, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what Warhorse can do with him. Uh, Brian Keith. I don't know how much of Brian Keith you've seen, Joey, but he is probably—I have not counted up yet—but I think he probably has the most bookings of anybody this entire weekend. And I'm fine with that because there's been past years where guys that have gotten the most bookings, and you're like, oh man, that's not the best person. But Brian Keith rules, and he's like a Texas—you know—a Texas indie guy who's really, really doing some great stuff. So I, I am very interested to see what he does here uh, against Mike Outlaw. Have you checked out any Brian Keith yet, or are you aware of the name, or or you know, have you done in your research where has he come up?
2: well you know if i have he reminds me at least aesthetically at least like nearly like a like an alternate version of john moxie in a way so that's a nice little transition i suppose there he's he's a very good striker he looks authentic he looks believable and you know i've seen a couple of his matches here i actually watched one or two of them today like and he looks like some guy that definitely i could i could get myself behind absolutely yeah and there's always this
0: you know who's going to be the star of the weekend who's going to be the breakout star of the weekend uh, it'll be a great weekend if Brian Keith is the breakout star, because I think this is a good opportunity for him to maybe start you know people that have only been watching Texas Indies or, or you know and, and he 's bounced a few different plays he hasn 't just been in Texas but he 's been primarily uh, a Texas person, so for people that maybe have not seen a bunch of his stuff, this could be a really, really great weekend for him and he 's facing a lot of really fun opponents and a bunch of different shows uh, so yeah and, and this one he 's front and center on the poster as well, so they 're clearly you know making it known that he 's a guy to, to to be aware of. Uh, as far as like the what, what I presume would be the main event here, this is a very interesting match of of a throwback team that maybe, Joey, when you were watching independent wrestling more regularly, you saw uh, the Davy Richards-Rocky Romero yes. team uh, in Ring of Honor. They are back reunited here against uh, a team that is, you know, they've been around for a while, so they maybe were when you were still watching the Indies, but they've kind of grown uh, over the years and gotten a little bit better, uh, Matt, Matt Fitchett in particular, uh, but he's going to be teaming with Davy Vega, a classic team between these two guys, the... Uh, But uh, Matt Fitchett has really in the last few years just grown on people and really become like a top, top indie guy. And uh, this match, I mean, this is one of my most anticipated matches of the entire weekend. I mean, this should absolutely rock.
2: Yeah, like again, the time, it's 11 a.m. So probably this probably could be around 1 o'clock when this one really starts to go ahead. But yeah, Davey Richards, Rocky Romero, like you know, hopefully will be everything that's set on the tin here. Yeah, you're going to get these two guys don't really do average matches really at this stage and hopefully they don't phone it in. But yeah, it's on paper, this looks like one to at least be get your, your teeth stuck into.
0: Uh, is there anything else on uh, on this show that kind of stands out to you, or ones that you definitely think, um, uh, you know, maybe we didn't mention here, we didn't give any extra credence to that you think maybe has some uh, some potential to be great? Well, like Gian,
2: Gianni Kai, I can never pronounce her name, oh, uh, Jan- Kai. Janai yeah, Kai. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I first saw her at Terminus, I think, back in uh, back in January, the uh, the show with John Gresham and uh, Baron Black, and like, she's definitely someone that. First of all, physically speaking, she she stands out. She has a unique look, and you know she seems to be a pretty good striker. Again, similar in the way of like I just mentioned, uh, Brian Keith. Like mm-hmm. she's someone that interests me. I want to see more. I haven't seen enough of her, but like yeah, she's definitely seems to someone with a lot of potential. And has a nice bright future ahead of herself.
0: Yeah, it definitely. So that uh, that is Glory Pro Cemetery Gates again, 11 a.m. Uh, from the Fair Park uh, in Dallas, Texas. Part of the collective GCW. Uh, crew of shows. So if you're if you're plopping down there for the whole weekend, this is going to start you off. Uh, if you're coming into Dallas for the weekend, this is this can start you off too, and you can bounce a bunch of different places. And if you're just going to sit on your couch or in some chair and watch it, I mean, you can watch it too. It's it's going to be streaming live on Fight, uh, also part of the collective bundle as well over at uh, Voices of slash Fight. So let us now move to Friday, April first, and you are you've picked all the early shows. <laughs> you are are now. Obviously, time zones. You could probably tell from you know listening to your voice that uh, you are not from uh, Texas. I yeah, think that's exactly. a safe they assumption suit me to make. Just fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the I was, was going to say these times work really well for me. Yeah. What,
0: so what? 11 a.m. Uh, excuse my ignorance on on time zones. Like, what time are these shows on? I mean, these are right in your
2: wheelhouse for being able to watch live, right? I'd say that this these should be on roughly around eight o'clock at night, I think, but it looks things so. Like that's, that's perfect. Maybe even seven o'clock, I think in some cases, and like I get home from work, throw them on, I'll have them on fight. And yeah, listen, I've committed myself to watching them. I can commit myself to reviewing them. So yeah, might as well watch something that I'm not staying up at four o'clock in the morning for. Yeah, certainly that's, that's great
0: for you. But uh, yeah, Friday, April 1st, Uh, Kicking the action off on Friday is also from the Fair Park, part of the collective here. It's JCW versus LA Fights. So kind of two offshoot promotions of JCW here uh, with LA Fights being one of their newest ones. And then JCW, them kind of purchasing the name of JCW, purchasing the old promotion and kind of working it under their... Uh, system as well. So these are GCW affiliated, but they do kind of feel like pretty interesting cards uh, in, in that sense as well. So 11 a.m. Fair Park, also available on the collective bundle uh, at, or available at slash fight. You have B Boy versus Grim Reefer. <laughs> b Boy versus he's, Grim he's getting Reefer. they already in the morning. <laughs> Hell yes, baby. Uh, uh, Juicy Finau versus Big Vin, Dark Sheik versus Charles Mason, Cole Radrick versus Kevin Blackwood, Billy Starks versus Sandra Moore, Nick Wayne versus Marcus Mathers, and Jack Cartwheel versus Alec Price. So Joey, what uh, what matches on the show kind of have you excited, or are you intrigued by
2: um, in, well, on, on JCW versus fights? There's definitely two guys that like I've seen a good bit on the last you know 48 hours, and probably at least in probably Nick Wayne's case, probably the last probably month or two. This guy is the hottest thing nearly in the indies at this stage. He's had such a good year in 2021. He's continuing it this year. He's a guy I want to see more of. He just seems so enthusiastic. He seems so like, you know, he's so fresh. And like this is a guy you just want to keep on watching all day. He's so good for his age. It's hard to believe he's so young.
0: Yeah, and we mentioned Brian Keith a little bit earlier. I mean, there's a possibility that uh Nick Wayne, not that he necessarily needs it. I don't know if he needs it or 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 whatnot, but uh him emerging from the weekend is like the star of the weekend too. I mean, he's already got uh, you know a standing AEW contract whenever he's of age or whatever. So I don't know if he can truly break out in that same way. But I mean, this could be a huge opportunity for people that have never seen Nick Wayne before, uh, that have heard the hype have heard the name to now see him in action and go, "Holy crap, this guy's like you know 16 or 17 years old and he's this good." Uh, and this entire show is kind of a, a very interesting blend of. Super super young wrestlers in terms of people like Billy Starks, and people like Nick Wayne, uh, Marcus Mathers. I don't think is that old. I think nineteen or twenty, if I remember correctly. Uh, and then some older names too. When you got like people like Grim Reefer in there hanging out and and stuff. It's an interesting card. Big Big Vin uh, as well, a little bit older. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's some stuff to like on this show. It's a, it's a very interesting one. It's tough to say because it's like GCW and and sometimes their stuff doesn't always land the same way you would think they would. But there's a few. I mean, Jack Hartwell and Alec Price. That sounds really, really good. If you've watched those two guys, those two are, are are some of the better guys on the indies right now. Nick Wayne and Marcus Mathers. I like Marcus Mathers a lot, so I think that could be really good. And uh, good. yeah, and B Boy versus Grim Reaper. I mean, come on, B Boy versus Grim
2: Reaper. There's got to be some some sort of intrigue and seeing whatever the hell that's going to be. So. Especially at 11 a.m., like if Grim Reaper wants to spark up at that 8 early in the morning, good for him, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Wake and bake, baby. That's good. He is. Yeah. Like, like Martin Manners <laughs> is definitely some guy I've watched over the last few few days. Like, you know, I've seen a few belts with Anthony mm-hmm. Green and Speedball, and even one with two called Scorpio, who's still going, which you will get back to later. But it, he, he's a guy who interests me. Him and Nick Wayne, they're both young. They'll probably, you know, hopefully they get enough time to shine here, like at this early bout, maybe. But it looks like the, on paper, this is going to be a really fun game. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it looks
0: like definitely a fun show uh, to kick off the uh, Friday uh, festivities. And then we'll go to uh, later on Friday. It's at 3 p.m. this year uh, for The Culture, uh, one of the, the the cooler shows on every WrestleMania weekend and any kind of wrestling showcase weekend. Uh, it has in the past been sort of buried in very weird time slots. And I know you haven't followed the past few WrestleMania weekends, but, you know. When they first did it, it was like on I don't know, it was one am or something on like a Thursday, and it's like, what do you do? <laughs> like who's gonna watch this thing? Like, and it was like, you know, decently attended, but still kind of tough. like no no normal person was gonna be able to check this show out at any time. And then last year was kind of the same thing. It was I forget what time it was, but it was like not a great time. And it was just like, oh, man, like the show that really should be getting more spotlight is in like the worst possible time slot. But thankfully, on this night, uh, or, or this day, 3 p.m. on a Friday is not bad. Yes, it's in the afternoon on a weekday, but it's WrestleMania weekend. 3 p.m. is not bad for that. People are either taking off on Friday. Most people are already there for the weekend. Uh, and your, your astute kind of WrestleMania weekend watchers, they're already all in on, on, on Friday. So this is a great time slot for For the Culture. Uh, 3 p.m. Also from the Fair Park, Dallas, Texas, part of the collective. Uh, available on the collective bundle, Fight uh, voiceofwrestling.com slash fight. Uh, but, yeah, the card looks pretty awesome. Uh, or Well, I'll say this. The For the Cultures prior, I think, had a little bit better cards, but I do think that there's some stuff that I still like about this card. I've seen some people down on it, uh, but I think I, yeah. I, I, I'm a little bit more into it than some other people. Uh, AJ Gray versus Darius Lockhart, Hoodfoot versus Billy Dixon, the aforementioned Two Cold Scorpio versus Brian Keith, the Hitmakers with a Z uh, versus Shane Taylor Promotions, Impact Knockouts World Championship, uh, Tasha Steels versus Big Swole, Rich Swan versus JTG, and Trish Adora versus MJ Jenkins. So, uh, Joey, what kind of stands out to you about uh, this show, or what, what you know, what, what do you know about For the Culture? First off, since you
2: haven't kind of been around for the last few WrestleMania weekends, well, I've, I've had a look. Obviously, I've done my homework. I've gone back and watched a few key matches from the previous two shows, especially the ones last year. Like again, you can see there's like obviously some. Good matches, but Lee moriarty and ACH, Ar Fox, and Two Cold Scorp- Scorpio had a few good matches. Oh, do that! A- obviously- oh, do that! Ar Fox <laughs> match was so good.
0: Two Cold Scorpio, Ar Fox, I love that match so much.
2: <laughs> how was Two Cold Scorpio in this stage? Like I'm 37. Like I'm not. I'm not exactly an unfit guy, and. I cannot, I can barely stand up some days when I do a little bit of running. Tuco Scopio, the age of me, still is so nimble for his age. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's just so good. Fair play to the guy. Like, and like, it's it's more of a curious card than one I'd be really excited for. Like just, there is potential there, but I was looking forward to probably what I, at the time, would have been the hit makers or formerly Hit Row, their first match back. And same with Big Swole, their first match back, but they've both had matches now since this card was announced. I'm like, nah, I would have been a bit more newsworthy at one stage but sure here we are. <laughs> no absolutely yeah
0: and and so yeah I, I have seen people kind of down on this card thinking it's not as good as prior years but I, I do think that there's you know AJ Gray and Darius Lockhart is one that most people often it's not going to jump off the page at you if
2: you're not kind of an astute indie you know wrestling watcher oh, but, but Darius, Lockhart, Darius, Darius Lockhart he he's great I've yeah, watched right. him a lot in the last two weeks this guy is so smooth he's so good especially because P he's had injuries to really kind of hamper his growth but my God, you could watch this guy all day.
0: I mean, that match alone is, like, worth checking out. And, and everything else, I mean, Too Cold Scorpio, Brian Keith, we talked about Too Cold and, and what he can bring. Brian Keith, who's obviously, you know, one of the better indie wrestlers. Uh, like you said, Hitmakers versus Shane Taylor Promotions. Shane Taylor Promotions are great. Like, I, I love those guys.
2: And I have no he's idea a what great to expect. Big yeah. man, isn't he? Shane Taylor. Oh, he, he's he the yeah. move for a guy of his size. And he can he can perform some pretty good moves. Like I remember members match with Ring of Honor with Bandito. Like he this guy can deliver when he had the right opponent. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I I, I like those guys just look they
0: had the great look too, the Shane Taylor promotion. They come out and they just mean business, man. They just look like they're gonna fuck you up. And there's a perverse thing of, okay, let's see the hit makers. This is the first time for, you know, the former hit row uh, on the indies. Do they do they Take it in stride. Do they say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to prove that we shouldn't have been fired"? Because it can go one of two ways, and I think that's what I'm kind of fascinated about as well. A lot of the post, you know, indie or post WWE people that get into the indies, like sometimes it doesn't quite work. Sometimes they're like they feel like this is beneath them or whatever. And I'd be fascinated to see if the bell rings and they're just like, no, fuck it, we're going to prove to you guys you were wrong, and we were right." And that I think will be really, really interesting to see how that goes. And I'm I'm really interested in Rich Swan versus JTG as well. Like I'm a big fan of Rich Swan. Uh, I think JTG is solid as hell uh too so yeah i don't i don't see why some people are so down on this card i i think it's a pretty damn good uh, for the culture card
2: like in comparison to the other cards they probably had yeah fair enough but still pretty good like i will be interested to see how you know the former top dogger can move like you know he talks a big game and you know he probably couldn't show out that it was best ability in the 10 you know Preliminary development matches he's had with WWE, like he hasn't really had the best platform to show himself. So this is his chance to prove himself. Impress me. I'm looking forward to seeing how him and Miles, you know, they work on the indies, especially against you know accomplished indie wrestlers like Shane Taylor and O'Shea Edwards. Like it be yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be a fun match. I think Big Swole, I'm not her biggest fan. I think like you know, at the end of the day, like she's a bit more sloppy but tasha Steeles has some potential i think like maybe yeah. if he had a more competent opponent it could be a bit better for her but sure we'll see i'll watch i'll still be curious to see how she gets on the yeah, rich swan is he's awesome like he's just so smooth in the ring he's got great physical charisma he's fun and i'm sure him and jtg will have a blast
0: yeah so i i, I like that card a lot it, it is one that kind of um i'll definitely make sure on friday that, that i'm able to uh, check it out and and, and watch it on uh, fight, But uh, so that that comes to the end of the ones that we want to talk about, the three shows that we want to talk about. But, uh, uh, Joey, I did want to just ask uh, if you had a chance. Uh, are there any other shows that you are kind of circling that you definitely want to check out many weekend shows that you say, oh, wow, you know, I'm not I didn't do I didn't do a preview about that, but I got to make sure that I'm available uh, that weekend to watch that show live. Is there any ones that kind of stand out to you or, or, or shows that, you know, kind of have your eye?
2: oh well there's, there's there's a few obviously matches that are there that's going to be catching your eye a few different uh a few different promotions over team, but nothing too in particular like i'm gonna try and check out as much nick wayne as i can to be honest with you. i see he's in a few tag matches as well there is some interesting matches going about like you know on obviously the collective as the as the weekend rolls on but like there's nothing 100 percent that's really i'm gonna i've devoted myself to these three shows and that's why i'm gonna limit myself to and I'll be watching with my daughter for WrestleMania, so well, that's probably going to be a detriment to my mental health. will you know, she'll have fun, with <laughs> a she'll, she'll like
0: the bright colors and the explosions and all that sort of stuff. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a Charlotte Flair fan
2: before she's oh, and be what, you, what what happened? How'd you let that she's happen? Seven. She's Oh seven.
0: man, tell she her she's wrong. Tell her she's wrong. No, I'm kidding. That that's she, awesome. So yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard that from people. Yeah, Charlotte Flair does like it's. She's one of those people that like you know older adults like wrestling fans are just like ah yeah, 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 I don't get it. But yeah, I've heard from a lot of people that like their children. Love Charlotte Flair, and I, I, yeah, I, I have trouble figuring out exactly how or why. But hey, I'm also not seven, so I can't, I can't say.
2: Yeah, listen, she loves it. Listen, you gotta make her happy, whatever. She's and she'll grow. Yeah, she runs the show, man. Like a funny story, actually, she, she walked into me watching uh, Juice Robinson and Moxley for the podcast, and she was like, "What's this?" And I kind of like, hmm, I'm just trying to reverse psychology. So oh, you're not allowed to watch this. This is real wrestling. You know, this is you don't you don't want to watch this. And she was like immediately, I have to watch this. Yeah, and she oh, sat yeah, down yeah. and absolutely ate it up. She was like, "Oh God, this is real, Daddy. They're killing each other." I was like, yeah, yeah <laughs> baby. Yeah, they are. But That's yeah, awesome. there's 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 a few other matches I'll be looking forward to like Woods and Utah on the the Ring of Honor Supercard. I might watch it live but I'll catch it over the weekend. and I, I love Wheeler Yuda. I think this guy is phenomenal. So I'll I'll watch him all day long. There's a lot of little fun matches going on over the, the week. I don't know like you know exactly which ones, you know, I'll, I'll particularly gravitate towards. But again, I'll see what you know what people recommend over the weekend and probably revisit them over the next week. Yeah, it's probably the best way to approach a WrestleMania
0: weekend. I think anybody who, you know, especially now you're you, you're kind of getting into it for the first time in a while, it's very overwhelming. There's some people that kind of dig in. They're like, "I'm going to watch everything I could possibly watch," and it's like, don't don't do that. <laughs> it's just going to burn yourself. You, out. You'll like, hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just pick some stuff that you like. Pick a few shows that you like, and then the best thing to do is at the end of the weekend. There's probably going to be people you trust that have watched a lot of different things, and, and, and you can just kind of cobble together recommendations from those people if you want to check it out. But uh, yeah, I would definitely not pressure yourself to have to watch as many things as, as humanly possible because, yeah, you're going to be up from 11 a.m. till, you know, or in your case, you'll be up literally all night watching this stuff, and uh, that's not advice yeah. because uh, not, not,
2: advised cause not that's all it. of it's going to be actually, good, and then you're, you're going to get delirious. at the end weird, of the yeah. weekend, which <laughs> yeah. I'll be watching Mad Cat Moss and Drew McIntyre tear the house down, so, you know, this one, you know <laughs> right. I've got to reserve some special time for some 1920s gimmicks, so it's, it's there. It's going to yeah. be a good week. Butch, you gotta, you gotta,
0: you gotta make sure you're ready for Butch at the end of it. But uh, all right, Joey, before we depart, uh, you want to give one more plug for the uh, Mox Podcast? Talk about uh, what, maybe some upcoming shows uh, that we can look forward to uh,
2: on that podcast. Yeah. Sure thing, Rich. Thanks very much. We have, like, obviously a, a bit of a stack card in the next few weeks coming up. We've been discussing Jimmy Jacobs and Mox from the independent scene with Voices of Wrestling contributor Adam Berger. We've been talking about Mox's departure from WWE and his more more likely burial from WWE, if you wish, in his last few weeks with Rich Lada. And we'll be looking over the the Omega um, Moxley feud with um, Garrett Avino wrestling, as, of course, it just culminates at the... Uh, the, uh, unsanctioned lights out match so they're matches I'm looking forward to like obviously talking with people with and hopefully you know sharing some education with people too and enjoying the, the ride that is you know John Moxley and professional wrestling so honestly Rich thank you so much oh no absolutely thanks uh thanks for coming on here and, and
0: doing this uh, again the shows we talked about there uh for people that want to recap before the culture 3pm uh, on Friday April 1st JCW versus LA Fights that's at 11am on April 1st these are all from the Fair Park uh, in Dallas Texas and all streaming live on on fight as well, and the Glory Pro Wrestling Cemetery Gates at 11 a.m. on Thursday, March 31st. So, Joey, thank you so much again. You can follow him on Twitter at AwesomeOJoe, and you also follow the Mox Podcast at Mox Podcast for the Career re- Review Podcast. Wild thing at Mox Podcast. Joey, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure, Rich. Thank you very much. All right, and our very special guest here to help us preview the Texas Mania portion of WrestleMania weekend this year is Justin Bissonette. You can follow him on Twitter, at Biss Says. He is going to be able to give us a lot of insights into the Texas Mania stuff because he's part of uh, it happening. He's part of booking uh, the Texas Mania groups of shows, Inspire for Wrestling. He works for longtime flagship listener, one of those original when Joe and I always say that the first few shows had like five listeners this you are one of those five and you're still with us to this day uh so thank you so much for uh for the years and years and years of support and uh yeah long time uh we haven't talked in a while so how are are things going
3: oh very very good man absolutely so I kind of feel like I'm I'm cheating here I I love listening to to what you guys do every year um and listen to what people's thoughts are on the cards and and what's coming up but I've got kind of an inside look so I kind of feel like I'm cheating here
0: a little bit, yeah, because normally we'd come on here, we'd bear all these shows or whatever, but then you were like, yeah, I'll do it. So I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. better than bear all the shows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. These, you, you, you guys have shown out, I think, here with this Texas Mania stuff. I think there's some really, really cool stuff. Uh, Joe and I when we first got wind of what the WrestleMania weekend schedule was going to be you know him and I both said that you know if we were to go to Dallas and this is before we even had any you know we don't know what I, I'm not going I don't know I Joe's I think on the fence right now about going maybe maybe you can convince him uh, that, that he should definitely go here but uh, one of the things we said is like these look like a lot of fun like it's it's to me it's what WrestleMania weekend does best and what WrestleMania weekend my favorite part of mini weekend is seeing wrestlers you've never seen before seeing promotions you've never seen before or seeing, you know, matches that you think are going to be like on, on, you know, top-tier level, match of the weekends, that sort of stuff. And I think you guys with the Texas Mania stuff, and and, and particularly the, uh, the Inspire Pro show, which I think is one of the better shows of the entire weekend, and that's not just because you're on here. Like I truly, I truly believe that, and I've said it time and time again. I've said it with Joe. I've said it with others. Uh, yeah, I think like what you guys have with Texas Mania is really cool because I could definitely see myself. If I was going there, you can plop yourself down at St. Jude Hall uh, in Arlington and, and basically spend an entire day watching wrestling, but getting different things, different wrestlers, different promotions, different groups, different sort of, you know, ways of going about wrestling. And I think that's really cool. So I, I appreciate what you guys did here with Texas Mania. And I'm kind of curious, since you were a part of you know it happening, how did it all come together? When did you guys get the idea that, hey, let's do this thing, let's do this collective, let's let's make sure that, you know, we, we show the world what Texas wrestling has to offer?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, check is in the mail thank you Um, perfect yeah you got the address right because i i hope so perfect Um, so uh, i'll edit that out of course you know yeah (laughs) of course of course so this all kind of goes back to tampa when we um we had a small group of promotions that were running the same weekend every weekend in texas and we we got the the spot on the the collective the texas texas forever i think is what we called it at the time and um we really thought that there was something special happening in texas and and wanted to be able to showcase it so when that fell through um obviously we didn't follow up and and do tampa um the, the year that they ran i don't just didn't feel like the the right time i i don't know how many people actually traveled for that um but new texas kind of went on their own and kind of did i don't know if they had a new texas show but i think a lot of those guys were on Uh, A lot of the shows that were were in Tampa. So it kind of started with Kiefer Bartek in New Texas going, hey, I'd like to do this again. And then um, Lamont from VIP um, also took a group of guys out to Tampa and he runs Dallas regularly with VIP. So it sort of became this thing where it was me pestering both those guys being like, all right, Lamont, do you have a building? Kiefer, have you got a building? Uh, I definitely want to do something um in the end i think i think lamont ended up with the building and then kind of meshed those two groups together um and then filled in with the the rest of the texas guys so um it was basically me bothering both those guys to to make sure that we had a spot and then uh lamont finally being able to come through with the building well thank you guys for doing that because yeah there's some really cool stuff here like you're you're basically running
0: for people that don't know Uh, Texas Mania stuff starts Saturday, April 2nd at 12 p.m., starts at noon, runs all the way, like literally all day, (laughs) It runs until 11 p.m., uh, so it'll bleed into Sunday, and you guys are right back at it Sunday uh, the 3rd at uh, 9 a.m., uh, and then running all the way through Sunday as well. So the entire weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, you guys are going to be doing stuff here uh, for Texas Mania. So that's uh, that's going to be really cool. So I'm glad you pestered them. I'm glad you bothered them because I think it's going to be a really cool thing. Uh, to me, it's one of the standouts uh, of this, uh, this year's WrestleMania weekend. So, um, yeah, and as far as, you know, I'll ask this when we get closer to, uh, when we talk about Inspire Pro, uh, which you had a hand in, because I'm very curious on, on you know your approach to booking a show on WrestleMania week, and we've never had somebody who's actually done that uh, on the show, so uh, I'm of doing that. But uh, let's start out with uh, April 2nd. We'll start out, we'll kind of work our way to the show when we get to Inspire. Uh, we'll dig a little bit deeper into there. But we start off, uh, the, the, the kicking us off, River City Wrestling at 12 p.m. Uh, Texas, Maine. Again, like I said, St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. Uh, real quickly before we get into that show, was there any thought to how to stream these or were you guys just looking for live event stuff basically with this
3: so the original thought was was live event um i know for us um and i think new texas well i think new texas is going to broadcast like a day later because you're competing with so many other shows for that prime spot um we're going to put our stuff out on youtube just so we can get as many eyes as possible on it smart um I mean, it, it's kind of like when we first started, we put all our shows on YouTube just to get the the bandwidth and as many people as possible to see it. We kind of feel like we're restarting again, so we're kind of back in that same same mindset. So uh, we will put it on YouTube. I've just got to figure out how long it's going to take them to edit and get all the bells and whistles on. Um, I, I'm not sure if anybody from Texas Mania is streaming live. Uh, VIP would be the only one that I would think would be possible.
0: Yeah, as far as I know, there are nobody, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see in the next week if maybe somebody gets that together. They feel a little FOMO, feel like we maybe should do that or not. But uh, even if they don't, I think this is a great uh, event or great, you know, series of events uh, for anybody going live. Like you said, you can just basically plop down in Arlington uh, at St. Jude Hall and watch, you know, two days worth of shows. Uh, and get a lot of different looks and a lot of different wrestlers that you're going to see. So I uh, will start with this uh, Texas Mania 3 River City Wrestling. Again, I said at noon. Uh, again, St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. RCW Championship, Gino Medina versus Cam Cole versus Mysterious Q versus Will all day. Uh, you have Maddie Renkowski and Katie Forbes versus Kai, Kai Vibes and Jazzy Yang. Khan uh, versus Weston Blake. Tom Latimer versus Sledge. Diego Rene versus Brandon Vice. Uh, the Texas Treats and David Kidd versus Anthony Andrews, Casey Blackrose and Rob Love, and uh, the Pillars of Destiny and Christy Janes versus the DFW Cartel and Alejandro Lion or Alejandra Lions. So that is, you know, I will say one thing off right off the bat. That is a very River City wrestling show, and that's, I think, what I appreciate most about what you guys did here is there are, you know, some wrestlers that, hey, we're able to get this guy, we're able to, you know, this guy's coming in, we'll put him in here, we'll, you know, we'll book him. But for the most part, these are authentic shows. These feel like the promotions that are here are booking what you would get on a River City wrestling show, what you would get on an Inspire show, and I appreciate that. I like, you know, coming with your best at WrestleMania weekend and saying, hey, this is what we are, Uh, you know, this is who we are. I I appreciate that approach that, uh, that everybody seemed to take.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, just, just for, to be clear and honest with everybody. Um, I haven't spoken with river city wrestling in a long time, uh, uh, a very mature Sammy Guevara quit their company in the middle of our ring at one point. And, um, you know, there's <laughs> a little bit of heat there, but a little. This, <laughs> this, uh, this show is, is awesome. This show is, is exactly what you said. This is a very river city wrestling show. This is, you know, what they would do in San Antonio. And, uh, and I think that's pretty cool. Cause if, I mean, if you're traveling halfway across the world, you don't want to see the same show over and over again with three different letters, right? So, um, uh Gino Medina is amazing. Um, I know some people probably watch him on on MLW, but to get to see him in his element in Texas is a little bit different. And I think uh I think he has a little bit more juice when he's around here. Uh that that main event is all uh Booker T students, so when those guys get together, it's it, there's always a good chemistry there. Um, I want to point out the Texas Treats, too, are a tag team that has just recently came back. You, you may know Don Juan from early uh, Ring of Honor, from FIP. Uh, that's him and Chris Marvel. Um, locally, they're very well-known tag team. Uh, both of them have spent a lot of time training the younger guys here, so definitely worth watching. And then uh, Alejandro Lyon, I think it's somebody that really has – as a special something.
0: Yes, it's a pretty fun show it's going to kick us off here and yeah that main event does sound awesome and and you know this is there's a lot of other you know the, the reality of wrestling—it's uh, a big weekend for though. I mean, the, those anybody that in Booker T's camp and any one of Booker T's you know students because they have two shows that they're doing earlier in the weekend uh, that are filled with their students. And then, like you said, here it, it's an all Booker T student you know main event there, and Mysterious Q and Will All Day are in a few other matches, a few other highlight matches uh, on the weekend as well. So yeah, this is and Gina Medina who who is awesome, like you said. So uh, that's definitely one uh, to check out there. So that is uh, River City Wrestling. I move on now to 3 p.m. Uh, Gulf Coast Wrestling. Uh, Gino Medina, again, versus Matt Cardona. Bandito versus ASF. Uh, NWA Tag Team Titles, La Rebellion, who are there defend this title like 20 times this weekend. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Moonshine Mantell and Ryan Davidson. GCWA Women's Championship, Rachel Rose versus Chelsea Green. Uh, Rising Star Championship, Chris Charter versus Chandler. Hopkins. This is a really, really fun card here. And these are people, it's a collection of people that I'm aware of because I, I, I watch a lot of, you know, I watch a decent amount of Texas Indies, but there might be people that aren't aware of, of them. And then also people that you probably are aware of. So this is one that's a little bit more of a showcase of a little bit of your local town, but also like bringing in a Matt Cardona, bringing in a Bandito, bringing in those sort of people as well. Uh, it, it makes it for a pretty cool show. I, I like this one. This is a really, really fun show to me, this Gulf Coast Wrestling Academy show. This is sort or of Lions, like my sorry.
3: Yeah, this is sort of my, like, hidden gem uh, show of the uh, the whole Texas mania. Um, Jeff down at, at Gulf Coast, and and they run basically out to Corpus Christi. Um, he does a really good job. He doesn't get involved in in the politics of of Texas wrestling very much. So it's a, a cool melting pot where basically anybody can show up and kind of other places, you know, certain guys don't wrestle each other because they work with certain groups. Um, and that that's kind of faded over the years, but... Corpus has always been really good about not really following those rules and, and meshing those people up uh, together there. But this this is a great um, example of bringing in people from the outside like uh, Cardona and Bandito and mixing them with Texas guys. That ASF and Bandito match looks amazing. I was going to say, that's one that I highlighted and double
0: highlighted and triple highlighted and circled. I mean, that could definitely be the match of the weekend. I hope Gulf Coast has got some tape there. They're ready to film something. I mean, that match... I, I'm going to assume that people are going to need to see that match when it's done. and if you if you've never seen ASF, Joe and I talked about him on the flagship uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean he is could definitely be one of the guys that's like the breakout stars of the weekend where a lot of people aren't aware of him, but I think very, very soon a lot of people are going to be aware of AC, ASF. I mean, he has kind of been a hidden gem so far in in, in in Texas, but I don't I don't know how long that's
3: going to last on. you know unfortunately, maybe for you guys, I, I think this guy's gonna hit it big very, very, very soon. Yeah, I think it's coming Oh, uh, Ryan Davidson is just that classic Texas hoss. I think he was in Tampa last year a little bit. Um, and then Rachel Rose. I know Joe talked a lot about Rachel uh, after the new Texas show he was at um, is, is extremely talented. I think she's the next uh, female competitor from Texas to kind of blow up. Um, I'm not sure if this is the spot to, to really shine, but she's got quite a few matches throughout the weekend too. And, uh, Chris Carter versus Chandler Hopkins. Some people may know Chandler from Dark. And I think he does warrior wrestling up in Chicago as well. Um, uh, Chris, I, th- I think it's actually Chris Carter. Uh, Chris is one of those guys where I swear he just wants to uh, to die in the middle of a ring, man. Um, <laughs> you know, like, so they're going to do something stupid, I guarantee you. Um, uh, I've I've kind of got my eye on that match, too. Uh, so we'll move on
0: now to the, uh, the next one here, Texas Mania 3, Hybrid, uh, hybrid Mania 2. A lot, a lot of numbers here, Texas Mania 3, Hybrid Mania 2. Uh, this is the 6 p.m. show. This is a wild show. This is a very, very strange one. Uh, I think it's cool, but I'm not quite sure. There's so much stuff going on here. Uh, so you have Jimmy Wang Yang, Jazz Yang, and Miss Michelle uh, versus Braden Vice, Maddie Went uh, w- Renkowski, and Kai Vibes. You have the Wrestling With the Regret YouTube Championship, Steve Miggs versus Levi Shapiro, Vet Mandergriff versus uh, versus Diego Rene versus Johnny Rocket versus Jet Black, Tom Latimer and Casey Blackrose versus David Kidd and Don Juan, Chris Marvel versus Joe Alonzo, uh, Vic Endurance and Robert Baines versus Akai Living and Devin Carter, and then Sledge, Jess E. James, Manny Lemons, not that Jesse James, another Jess E. James, uh, versus Khan Moonshine, Man, uh, Moonshine Mantel and J.P. Harlow. I mean, wow, there's a lot of stuff happening on this oh, Hybrid Mania show. You, a you, lot buried of hit- the, you
3: buried the lead here it, with Mr. Ooh-la-la. Is that the Mr. Ooh-la-la?
0: Okay, so this is the problem with the Mr. <laughs> Ooh-la-la, and, and I don't know if you've... there. There's two Mr. Ooh-la-las running around here, and no one's quite sure who is what, because there's one that that votes in the re- in like our match of the year and like the wrestling observer hall of fame or whatever. And then there's this other Mr. Ulaala who isn't the same Mr. So I don't know if, which Mr. Ulaala this is. I can't believe there's a dispute of Mr. Ulaala, but there is. So I don't know which Mr. Ulaala this is. Probably so, the one you're so, thinking of, but I hope I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I
3: can't I can't guarantee it. So I will definitely be watching this cuz I'll be I'll be in the building getting ready for our stuff. So what what to me what this is like is um it's sort of when you're really into the NFL draft and you watch like the senior bowl, but I mean, cause this is a lot of the guys that are hybrid students and students of Rodney Mack um, mixed in with some names. Um, so it's sort of like the, I guess like the Hulu bowl or something like that, you know? So there, you don't know what you're going to, to really see, but you know, you'll probably see somebody that's that's a big name in Texas in the next, you know, two or three years. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting card. And then the main event that we were talking about there, or the, not presumably
0: uh, the main event, Jimmy Wang Yang, uh, his daughter, uh, Jazz Yang, uh, Miss Michelle, uh, that's a pretty interesting team you have there. And yeah, it's just a very... It's a strange show, like it's it's not one. <laughs> but if you're there, like you're gonna see people that you've probably never seen before. Uh, some you may never see again. But hey, it's 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 again, it's a very unique uh, and very interesting show. So I appreciate them doing that and not just kind of like you said, having the same card that you can see anywhere else this weekend. This is
3: very uniquely a hybrid mania two card that you're gonna watch here uh, at six yeah. pm. Uh, absolutely, and uh, uh, Maddie Maddie is extremely talented as well. So I I know she's been on some some darks and some enhancement time for AW, so uh, definitely one to keep an eye on as yeah, well. And she's
0: wrestling a bunch, Medvedevskaya. I think she has at least four or five, bo- three bookings as far as I can tell right now. But uh, for women, it's not a huge weekend for women, unfortunately. There's not a whole lot of like you know standout women's shows. Uh, but still, for her to get three bookings this weekend is is, is pretty good. That's that puts her uh, in some rarefied air with you know in terms of women. Uh, this weekend, but uh, let's get to uh, this show, inspired Prime. Who I don't know who the hell booked this shit. This is a uh, oh my God, garbage yeah. show, honestly. Fucking <laughs> you know, <forever>. super <laughs> <and> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this <laughs> stuff? Uh, 9 p.m., St. Jude Hall, Arlington, Texas. Now this is a hell of a card here. Uh, Davy Richards versus Great Scott, Brian Keith versus Gary J, Arrow Boy versus Prince Adam. Exodus Prime versus Mysterious Q versus Pistolero versus Will all day. Steve Areno versus John Bedlam. Born Haters versus the Great Ones and Luigi Primo. Ryan Davidson T Ray versus T Ray Rotford, and then Killah Kate and Jordan Blade versus Rachel Rose and Tootie Lynn. So yeah, that's first off my question before we kind of go match by match and kind of figure out you know how how this all came together. What's it like booking a WrestleMania weekend show? Because this is this is would be your first foray into truly booking a WrestleMania weekend show, correct?
3: Yeah. It's uh, so uh, we so much are in in tune with kind of Austin and Austin culture and that fan base that it's a, you know, you have to kind of take a step back and, and try to book something that's going to be, you know, for the, the general masses, but we didn't want to lose that, like inspire flavor. We didn't want to run just a a show with, you know, whatever shiny toys we could grab onto that weekend. Um, it, (laughs) it on it, like, you're gonna think that i'm blowing smoke but it was sort of like all right let me write a show for uh for joe and rich you know Um, (laughs) well it was mean was sort of how i approached it believe it or not like i uh i wanted the best independent wrestler i could get and so i reached out to davy richards it was the first person i reached out to um, and then I wanted to do at least one match that I thought was a dream match. And that's sort of where Brian Keith and Gary Jay comes in. I, I was shocked no one had done that yet. So really wanted to put that on the card. And that's what we'll start with. That will uh, start the show at right at nine o'clock. We'll be uh, still tipping. We'll play over the uh, the PA and, and out will come Brian Keith. Um So and then we wanted to make we didn't want to to only have half a show of our guys. So we, we sort of kept everything else fairly local with, uh, you know, like Steve Arino and John Bedlam. Steve Arino has been the guy that's been there for us since basically day one. And John Bedlam is a guy that I really see a lot of promise in. And I think will be like the, the future of inspire. So it's sort of like old generation versus new generation. Um, T Ray Watford and Ryan Davison is just a big old hoss fight, which is right up my alley. And then the, the women's tag, we have sort of a feud going on between Rachel Rose and Killer Kate and Jordan Blades from that Washington, D.C. area. And I, I'm really high on all the people kind of coming out of that area. I think it's really an underrated area. And then Tootie Lynn, like, that girl drove down, like, two or three times just to help set up and see if there was a spot on the show. And now, like, with the NWA stuff, she's blown up. She's gotten her name out there. Um you know, it's really cool to be able to kind of showcase her as more of a name now. Um,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, she's she's been busting her ass over the last year, uh, and it's starting to show. You can definitely see the improvement in, in, in not only her work, but also the improvement in terms of more people being aware of her name, getting booked more places, doing all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk about Brian Keith and Gary J, and, and I want to circle that, highlight that, all that sort of stuff. I mean, Brian Keith is a guy that I, I've said this on a couple of the shows that I've done, the previews. We always talk about, you know, who could emerge as, like, the MVP of Mania Weekend. Who will emerge as the person that everybody is talking about when this Mania Weekend is over. And I kind of guess that Brian Keith might have been one of those people last year. And, and it didn't quite work out that way for whatever reason. I th- I still think he had a pretty good weekend. Uh, but this weekend, I really do think, like, him being in his backyard. Him being booked in more prominent spots. Him being booked in, in matches like this one against Gary J. I mean, there is... I'm I'm definitely looking forward to Brian Keith being the guy that once this weekend is over, everybody goes, oh wait, why doesn't everybody book this guy all around the world? I mean, this guy should be doing everything everywhere. I think he's tremendous. I think he's great. Uh, and I don't know that you could have booked a better match than him versus Gary J. And have it start off your show. I mean, that is going to start your show off in just the biggest way possible with those two dudes going out there and just beating the ever-living shit out of each other for 20 minutes. I can't wait. Uh, that sounds like a hell of a match. So so yeah. good for you on, on, on booking that. That's, that's if, Like you said, that, th- trying to book the best match
3: I can this weekend, you, I think you definitely succeeded with that, man. That, that I, looks like a top-tier one. I've literally sat on that match since uh, before the pandemic, like sitting in a, in a uh, heavy metal show watching brian working and being like holy shit i have to put this guy with gary j um so just the fact that it's gone this long and no one has uh has jumped on it maybe is that i'm really insane. is that
0: really true that nobody else has booked this match
3: what are do they doing? No, what's the first time <laughs> so happening? heavy heavy metal booked the match but the show got canceled um it wasn't announced but they um they had booked the match so but uh, that particular show got canceled, so this will be the first time matchup, which is just Man. insane to me. Wow, that's hey, you're you're you're. you're... Everyone else is trash. Your
0: treasure here with Brian Keith versus Gary J, man. That, that's <laughs> awesome. And then, you, you, yeah, yeah. Davy Richards, like we said, Davey Richards versus Great Scott. Now, I don't know a ton about Great Scott, and I imagine a lot of our listeners don't as well. I'd imagine 100% of people listening to this are aware of Davy Richards, what he can do, what he has done, what he's doing on the indies now. But uh, uh, tell us a little bit on Great Scott and why you thought Davey Richards versus Great Scott would be a, a, a match that you guys should book.
3: Yeah, so Gre- Great Scott's is just kind of this – he's a journeyman guy in Texas. Um he started off at the Funaki Dojo. Um, he spent time in Mexico. Um, basically, was was like borderline homeless in Mexico, learning lucha libre. Um, uh, he he was down there with a lot of guys that um, like he was down there with Doki <laughs> of all people. Oh man! Like um, you know, um, and just a weird group. Uh, Tadasuke, um, and kind of kind of just learned a lot you know um then came you know came back to to san antonio and he's been a big staple of heavy metal um he had been with us when we very first started uh he feuded with um carson and moonshine and mike dell he w- he was uh that guy like they wouldn't even let him his name be announced was the was the first storyline that he had and then uh, you know he kind of moved down to Mexico and. And drifted away from us but now that he's back um he's been working with heavy metal for the past two years i worked with him on the deathmatch tournament that we did with uh with heavy metal but he's not really a deathmatch guy he's kind of he's kind of a throwback guy um very much like uh you know almost like a nick bockwinkle type um almost like a a beverly brothers as, as well kind of gimmick you know um but he's uh, he's very fundamentally sound, and uh, I I think that they'll play off of each other very well.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really cool match to to, to see, and I'm I'm excited about uh, that one. Uh, is there any other things on the show? I mean, you mentioned a few of the other ones. Is there any match that maybe we we glossed over real quickly? That I guess here, Mysterious Q is somebody I, I should mention again. We we've talked about him a couple times on the show already. Uh, as a guy who again, like another person who I do think probably deserves to be booked in more places all across the country and, and has been popping up here and there a little bit, but uh, this this weekend presents another great opportunity for him to kind of show uh, what he can do and you know in his backyard in Texas do, you know doing stuff. Uh, yeah, he, he's a guy that I, I, I'm kind of surprised isn't more places. I thought after last year he would appear a little bit more and get a little bit more buzz and, and it just hasn't happened yet, but uh, I think he's a supreme talent.
3: Yeah, I know, St. Louis Anarchy brought him up uh, recently, so I'm hoping that that's going to be the start of, of him getting out more. Uh, is really good, another guy from, uh, from San Antonio. And then Exodus Prime I know nothing about. like Exodus is one of these guys that everyone has bugged me to use. Um, I've seen his footage, so we're giving him an opportunity. And then um, Arrow Boy and Prince Adam. Uh, Prince Adam's another guy, um, was part of ACH's school was part of the, the AAPW school in Austin. Um and I think he he he's challenged with his height, but I think he's poised to, to really break out if he's given opportunities like this. And then, you know, Air Boys is probably known for more of like kind of a hardcore style of lucha libre, but I think that meshes a little bit better with Adam than a pure luchador.
0: Absolutely. So that's his uh Inspire Pro. That's at nine PM uh, and then it follows up with, I think, man, these are two the two back-to-back shows. Maybe my two favorite back-to-back shows uh, this entire Mania weekend. New Texas Pro Cowboys uh, from Hell at 11 p.m. Uh, so you're staying up a little late for this, but I promise you it's well worth it. Because uh, you are getting New Texas Pro Wrestling Championship brian keith we have an air in our uh right up there brian keith <laughs> versus josh alexander are you kidding me brian <laughs> keith versus josh alexander are you what how why did yeah. you not book that <laughs> come on it's right out of your ass <laughs> no, i'm kidding
3: that's that, that's a hell of a show though so oh, man I, I get to double dip i get to call this show which I, oh I'm you saying i am man. like i'm gonna be a ball of nerves fucking running this show and then go right into doing commentary but um yeah, Brian Keith versus Justin Alexander is pretty, pretty badass, man. Um that that's a hell of a time match. And I really appreciate what New Texas Pro does. Like, um, I'm not really at the stage of of doing this thing where I, I work with a lot of other people, but anytime I get a chance to to call matches for them, I really do enjoy it. Yeah, and and man, Brian Keith's chest is is only going to be healing. Is
0: that why you did that as the opener, Brian Keith, the Gary J, so he could rest his <laughs> He's chest doing up? Some between... time to rest him. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Get Some
0: get some lotion on it because it's about to get chopped all over again in a couple and minutes. Start, so
3: yeah, starting to figure out how we make the sizes here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Uh New Texas Pro Wrestling Women's Championship: Rachel Rose our versus Maria May again. Rachel Rose, another great uh uh a person that could. And we mentioned it before; Joe's a real high on her. The stuff I've seen, I've really liked her. I think she was doing some stuff with AEW this week as well. I forget exactly, uh, but it's not going to be too long before she's big time, like you said. She is gonna be the next breakout uh woman from Texas for sure. And this could be a huge weekend and this could be a huge match for her to really show what she can do.
3: She really she does all the little things right. The little things you can't teach she does right. And she's all the, the other the shit you can learn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Her her in ring, her bell to bell is still you know, it's still getting there and obviously she's like
3: crazy young too, isn't she? Like what she's like, Yeah, young younger than you would even think.
0: Yeah. But. So that but like that stuff you learn. You know what I mean? Like that you can you can figure that out. You can figure out the bell to bell, you can figure out how to be you can't teach somebody to just own the room the second they walk out of of the curtain. You either have that or you don't. Some people can learn it eventually, but most of the time you can tell from day one, okay, they have it. They get it. She gets it. She has it. So yeah, like you said, she could own the room already. The work will catch up when it catches up as she gets a little bit older and gets a little bit more experience, but she's already, the presence is already just next level
3: good. Yeah, and by the way, the guy working with her on that bell-to-bell stuff is Booker T. So, oh, like, so that I, I think, mean, yeah, not a bad person proven to track record <laughs> yeah, there as a trainer. Yeah,
0: that's gonna, yeah, she's definitely one. If you've never seen Rachel Rose before, we've talked about her in the flagship before. Uh, keep an eye on her this weekend as well. Really, really has the potential to break out. Uh, Violence is Forever versus Flight, Death. ASF versus Chris Bay, Lufisto versus Hyon, uh Lone Star Championship, Max Heights versus Terrell, uh Tirelli Tempo? Do I have that right? Did I, I... uh ter- Terrell Tempo. Terrell Tempo, okay, sorry about that. Uh no holds Barred, Aaron Mercer versus Sky D.
3: La Crimson, I guess. Oh I man. Have... Yeah, I'm not very good yeah. at the names here. ACW days, I, dude, I used to butcher that one all the time. It is sky de lacrimosa
0: that oh wow okay i would have never yeah.
3: got that one thank you for doing
0: that uh, akira and hoodfoot that's in no the holds barred match alec price versus will all day versus t ray and mysterious q versus
3: mysterious <laughs> opponent oh that's mysterious oh um, <laughs> right man like i could go i could go down this whole card um you know fly death is a really great uh, tag team um yeah zach mason I'm, and warren johnson as well i, I forgot to give their names kind of in the mold of Harlem heat, you know, Uh, Zach Mason is, is the big, um, you know, fireplug of a dude. And Warren Johnson is kind of, kind of the athletic guy. Um, And then violence is forever. I'm sure, you know, those guys like really cool to see a, a, a good indie tag team match. Like some of these guys, like if you're not getting a ton of bookings as yourself, like find a dude and make a tag team and put some effort into it. Like, we need more tag teams. Um ASF and Chris Bay, that's that's a sleeper match as well. Um Chris Bay is really good on the indies. I assume he's really good on TNA as well. I just don't watch it. Um, but yeah, Chris Bay is amazing. Yeah, that's another ASF. You know, we we've talked about him a bunch on, on this
0: segment here. I mean, he's gonna have a huge, huge weekend, and this will just be another match. Uh, on, on the weekend for him to really stand out and have, you know, prove that he belongs on, on the major, major stage. And yeah, Chris Bay is a, a, a pro's pro uh, for sure. And, and yeah, even that women's match there, Lufisto versus is, it has me pretty oh. excited uh, yeah, as well. And I mean, this is from top to bottom, a great, great show. Like I said, the back-to-back uh, of of Inspire Pro and this show, I mean, this, damn, dude, if, you're, if you're showing up at, at, you know, at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. and just going to sit here for the next four or five hours, you are going to get two tremendous shows, two potential shows of the entire weekend back-to-back.
3: Yeah, uh, don't sleep on Aaron Mercer either. Aaron Mercer has uh, really uh, done a lot over the last year, year and a half. And uh, I know him and Akira have really been dying to work with each other. Um, Akira is a guy from the Deathmatch scene that I I think is a hell of a worker. Um, I think he's uh, one of those guys that can do both, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing those two mix it up. Sky is just a masochist. And uh, if you've seen Hoodfoot, you know what it's uh, what all <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you know what you're getting there. Yeah. Akira is one of those
0: people that I put in, like the Alice Cologne uh, thing, where they're good wrestlers that do. Can do deathmatch stuff, but they're not necessarily like they could be good deathmatch wrestlers, but because they're good wrestlers, you, you know, and yeah, they they, they they know how to do the bell to bell stuff too, and that's sometimes important. There's some guys that go out there and they're really good at just hitting each other with shit. He's a really good wrestler that can also make hitting himself with shit, you know, work out and 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 and, and you know stand out. So uh, yeah, that looks like a hell of a show. And New Texas Pro obviously, uh, if you if you've never heard about them, you've never seen them. They are on IWTV. Uh, pretty regularly as well so if you're a subscriber to iwtv you can watch a lot of their shows i would hope that this one's getting filmed for that i would pray that it's getting filled for that because uh, this is absolutely one that i want to make sure i watch you know as soon as yeah, it's up
3: and available i'm doing commentary for it so it, it better be going on it better on yeah you're not doing big, it for free tell I <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right so there you go that ends up uh that's your saturday guys so
0: the loaded loaded saturday for uh, texas mania there A lot of really good stuff to check out. Uh, Then you're right back at it 9 a.m. So now, are you showing up on Saturday or on Sunday? Are you a part of any of the
3: uh, setup or or, or anything going on, or are you just chilling now because you've had a long, long day on Saturday? Yeah, I'm I'm waking up Sunday morning, whenever that is. I'm checking out of the hotel room and I'm I'm heading back to uh, to Austin way. Um but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I might stick around to check out this women's show. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's pretty good. This one it took a little while to get announced.
0: Uh we weren't quite sure what the show was gonna be or what was and then uh, they came up with a card a couple days ago as of this recording, and it's a hell of a card here at nine a.m. It's it's a tough time slot, man. Sunday at nine a.m. on on Wrestlemania weekend is a tough spot, but uh, I would go out of your way to check this out if you're going to be awake and if you're going to be around, especially if you're staying in Arlington. I mean, what else are you doing? It's wrestling. You're here for wrestling the whole weekend. Go to it. Uh, you have a DFW uh, All-Pro Women's Championship, Halladad uh, versus Jani Kai versus Tootie Lynn. Uh, the second wrestling championship, Billy Starks versus Roche, uh, Chanel. Uh, Danny B versus Zoe Sky. Alejandro the Lion versus Lufisto, Jessica James versus Danica De La Roche, and then Akila Kate versus Viva Van. But uh, there's some good stuff on that show. Like you mentioned, the main event, I I, I do like. But this is a pretty good women's show
3: all, all told. Yeah, and uh, so not to pull the curtain back too much, but this is the first the person that booked this show. This is the first show that they've ever booked. Um, so re- really good good stuff here. Um, Jessica James was a staple of the area. Um shit now it's probably been 7 years um but she's been coming back she was uh she was injured like fairly seriously injured for a while um but she's done some AW dark stuff and now she's taking independent bookings again so pretty cool to see her back and active um Janet Kai is is awesome uh, have you had a chance to see i her have first? yeah i've seen yeah. her in the blood
0: sports i've seen her in a few different places yeah I, I i love her style and the one thing with her is like you know sometimes she's very very ambitious and and yeah you know sometimes it doesn't land all the time because like she needs to be in there with the right opponent but when it lands i mean she's got a really unique style a great look a great presence about her yeah so when it lands it lands like real 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 good and and more times than not she's landing especially in like you know if she's there with the right
3: opponents and i think holiday and tootie are, lynn are, are those right opponents yeah, and then um, I will say uh, Billy Starks I think is starting to turn the corner. Um, did were you able to watch her match with uh, Gary J from Saint um, Louis Anarchy?
0: Yeah, actually, yes, I did. I was able to check that out.
3: Yes, I, I did yeah, like, like that. yeah yeah, like that mat- That match alone, I was like, okay, I, I see what people have been been talking to me about. Like, it, it's definitely there. Um, we we have a strict like eighteen and up rule. Um, but if she keeps improving like that, that 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 could be somebody I'd make an exception for. And then uh, Danny B is from Oklahoma City. She's extremely talented. She was down at Booker T School as well. I don't know if she's still down there, but um, definitely somebody to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, it's a hell of a show uh, at nine a.m. So yeah, credit to that
0: person for for right out of the gates booking what what I think is is a pretty damn good show on this weekend. Uh then at 12 p.m. uh again on the Sunday, it's uh Texas All-Star Wrestling. All so far all we have uh Texas All-Star Wrestling Cruiserweight Championship as of this recording. That's not to say by the time this comes out they'll have a full card, but as of this recording Texas All-Star Wrestling all we have is their Cruiserweight Championship
3: match uh Nathan Bradley versus Estrella Galactica. Yeah, I I think you guys touched on it on the flagship. Like this is one of those promotions that was around like in the mid 90s as far as an independent promotion. Like there's a you, you can get a hold of like a necro butcher versus hot stuff hernandez match that took place at all star <laughs> wrestling like that was like on a necro butcher comp i had in like you know freshman year of college um so very uh there's there's a lot of legacy to texas all-star wrestling in texas um the uh but the names like announced for the show are are not bad so Um, I don't know how they're going to mix all the ingredients other than this Nathan Bradley match. Um, but there's some decent students that are on this show. The Camachos are announced and that's a pretty fun tag team from the DFW area. And then Nathan Bradley is a guy that's that's super athletic. We used him in, in our return kind of showcase, uh, show. Um, so I, I won't, I wanted to come on here and just be like, yeah, absolutely go fucking have lunch or something, uh, during this time. But, uh, there's actually some pretty talented guys that are going to be on the show. I just don't know how they're going to be used.
0: Yeah, you'd like to know the full card before you, you know, take yeah. your plans away. Especially if you're watching so much wrestling, you know, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one thing I would definitely tell all these promoters is like, you know, give people a reason to come to your show. You, you know, especially on a weekend where there's so much going on. It's very easy to say, you know what. I'm kind of done with wrestling. I'm going to go eat lunch. I'm just going to go chill. I just want to get away from wrestling for a little bit. Don't let them do that. Say, no, no, no. Here's our, our card and it rocks yeah. and you have to go to the show now. You have to do more wrestling. Do that. Yeah. Make, force I us to go to, to wrestling shows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah uh global wrestling federation at uh, 3 p.m uh also going under the same uh assumption there that uh yeah, we only got one match uh so far as of this recording but but i will it's, say it's this a hell of a match it's <laughs> a hell of a match gf uh, gwf uh unified world heavyweight championship Lou Gotti versus jtg i mean it's one match but it's a hell of a match as you said
3: there so I'm i'm you know i'm excited about that yeah so this this used to be called onslaught pro wrestling um I can't talk too bad about Onslaught Pro Wrestling because they hired me as a manager. Um, I used to, used to go up there so that I could work with uh, Barrett Brown and scout him before he was um, over eighteen years of age. Um, so uh, at some point, they did they purchased the Global Wrestling Federation name. Um, I don't know. I can't tell you for sure that they purchased it from someone that owned it. My understanding is that ESPN still owns it, but maybe they just own the footage. Uh, I know Chaz and Tug Taylor claimed to own it at one point, but once they tried to like put the footage up on YouTube, it got blocked. So that's kind of the story there. Like the, they uh, they are under the assumption that they have have purchased that name and are, are you know and there's, carrying there's, on the lineage. There's but still like, a
0: lot of uh, there's still a lot of like global on the on Peacock, right? <laughs> like there's yeah i i don't yeah i I don't don't know know that they own
3: that but anyway you know hey you know do it until someone tells you you can't i guess it's the best man like if if you're not flying close enough to the sun to get the cease and desist and like i guess you're kind of doing something right i i don't know yeah. As far um, as I know that ESPN
0: still holds the, the library, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know enough to say for sure. So um, good on them. If, if they did, yeah. that's a hell of a legacy uh, to, to, to own though, the global thing, if, if you can own that and and keep that legacy alive and, and uh, you're not gonna be able to bring back the sportatorium, but uh, you know,
3: that, that those letters still do have a little bit of cachet in the area. Yeah. So that's uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they were renting rub from the sportatorium when they were there. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, do do you? Uh, I know you. You don't do the Twitter thing anymore, but like Chaz Taylor is an amazing Twitter follow. Like speaking of weird, I'll make sure Federation. I'll make
0: sure I, I, I grab. Him. Yeah, I, I I still you know I still keep one <laughs> eye on burgers. it. I'm I'm
3: not interacting as much, but I'll make sure yeah, I, I follow. It yeah. is it is sleaze as it can be, but but um, there's a little gift to you and the listeners is the uh, the Chaz Taylor of Global Wrestling Fame um, Twitter. Is it uh, Chaz Taylor seven one three? Is that the
0: the guy we're looking at oh, here?
3: God, I'm sure it is. Hold I think on. it
0: is. Yeah, it, it got a very uh, got some is it old it a school mullet? mullet guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 That's, that's him. All right, It looks pretty awesome. So I'm in. I'm, I'm yeah. I followed. I'm ready to go. So uh, there you go, Chaz Taylor. So that's yeah. Good. That's all we know for global right there. So um, that's three p.m. on Sunday. Uh, things do not unfortunately get any better here at six p.m. Laredo Wrestling Alliance uh, Bis, I hope you have some inside info because
3: I got nothing. I yeah. Know- this is a. I mean there's a lot of talented people that have come from here um Roxy, who just got signed by WWE and ASF both came from Brigade Wrestling Alliance um a lot of Daga students are there um that's where he was training previously um so there's that um I, yeah I would I would have liked to at least see a main event here um
0: I know, I know they have a poster with guys on them. So, I mean, they have a bunch of names. They have Santana Jackson, uh, The Mountain, Samson, J.C. Valentine, Blackheart, Rob Love, uh, Stud Stash, uh, Vinny Pacifico, Rodney Mack is announced, Ricky Reyes is announced. They have a bunch of names, like, announced, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that we didn't get a full uh, any sort of card or, like you said, any sort of main event. So, again, don't give don't give people a reason to not go to shows. Like, give them a reason yeah, man, to espe- go to the show,
2: yeah.
3: Especially that 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock time slot. Those are brutal. Yeah, um, those are, yeah.
0: yeah. You don't want to give up on those time slots because there's a reason you guys are running up against WrestleMania weekend. And I guess that's a question I was going to ask you guys, too. Was that ever a thought of what do we do during WrestleMania? Do we just, you know, not run during WrestleMania? Do we not run during this? Or were you like, no, who, who cares? Oh, Screw I'm, it.
3: I'm, I'm a dick. I, like, the times that I've been in... um the town that WrestleMania weekend's running, I always run into people that are just there to see the indie stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, So I was like, you know what, you know, and probably emboldened kind of by some of the stuff you guys have said, and even listening to the reviews of this and hearing people echo that as fuck it, let's run up against her. If they're going to go two nights and spread themselves out, like, and not make it a sacred night, fuck it. Let's go. You know, Um, if, if I had done, uh, a building with less um, promotions I probably would have doubled up nights and tried to run a super indie show against Wrestlemania Sunday um, but obviously that's not how things worked out but that was my mindset going in
0: yeah and I think it's a smart one yeah Joe and I have always said like there's people would avoid Wrestlemania like to play and we're like don't do that especially in like these these peak years where there was a ton of like really really great talent that was there And nobody would run on WrestleMania. Everybody would kind of avoid it. And, you know, I get it because it was on a Sunday. I get it because, you know, Sunday night and most people were kind of probably done or tired or, you know, ready to get going or whatever. But if they're going to run on a Saturday now, screw that. Do not, like, get off of Saturday. Don't avoid Saturday. Go at them. You know, don't push all your stuff to Thursday and Friday just because they're running on there. I mean, yeah, I'm somebody who has been to a WrestleMania weekend and didn't spend, you know, a second watching any, you know, main roster WWE stuff. And I don't think I would ever. Like, I honestly think if I ever go to a WrestleMania weekend, I will never. I, I, I have no plan of going to a WrestleMania ever uh you, you know so yeah I, i'm glad you guys uh, uh stuck with that and yeah they're running two days you can't avoid two days you can't just have two nights that are completely off you know the limits like you just got to run against them and, and see how it goes so hopefully uh hopefully it's successful for you guys but uh then you have a uh, 9 p.m. Uh, New Texas Pro is back with Texas Till I Die. Davy Richards versus Mysterious Q. New Texas wi- uh, Pro Women's Championship, Rachel Rose versus Willow Nightingale. on versus Billy Starks. Colt Radrick versus Aaron Mercer. And Heather Monroe versus Shazam McKenzie.
3: Another really, really good show from New Texas Pro. Yeah, I, I will unfortunately not be uh, calling this one. I'll probably be playing uh, MLB The Show by this point. <laughs> yeah, it'll but be out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it'll be out by then for sure. So.
3: <laughs> uh, Davy Richards versus uh, Mysterious Q is awesome. Um, that high end and Billy Starks match, uh, that I would circle that if you're a women's wrestling fan. Um, and then Cole, Cole Radrick's a guy that I've really been impressed by, um, the times that I've uh, seen him live. So him and Aaron Mercer, I'm sure will be, uh, it, that's going to be brutal. That's going to be just kind of fucking wicked, I think. Um, and then Heather Monroe versus Shazam McKenzie. That's like almost like a clone match. It seems like they're very similar.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a really really cool card, uh, and and Davy Richards' mysterious cue that sounds awesome. Um, that's you know, uh, yeah. So that, that all sounds really good, I, and I'm glad New Texas Pro. I think they have a really really good weekend here. Uh, and then the final show Sunday night at like midnight uh, or 11:59 p.m. rounding out Texas Mania three from St Jude Hall in Arlington, Texas. Dude, this is an awesome show, man! Like, this is wild. Like, if I was there, like, I'd I'd be really tired at this point. I'd be really, really exhausted. But man, I have to find a way to get there. Your main event, presumably, I guess, I mean, you gotta have to. You're booking Minoru Suzuki. It's gotta be your main event: Minoru Suzuki versus Barrett Brown. And you mentioned that name a little bit earlier, Barrett Brown. People that have listened to the flagship might be aware of Barrett Brown. People that have watched Texas Wrestling for the last decade are aware of Barrett Brown. But what a spot for Barrett Brown versus Minoru Suzuki at this VIP wrestling show. This looks awesome.
3: Yeah, and, and a few years ago, um when the LA Jojo first started up, Barrett kind of put all his focus into that. So I know that this match means a lot to him. Um yeah, that's that's something else. Like if you had told me that match was going to happen like 5 years ago, I would have laughed you out of the building. Like just doesn't make any sense, but like here we are, Barrett Brown, freaking LA Jojo young boy, uh taking on Minoru Suzuki. Like pretty cool. Uh Shane Taylor versus Loki, which sounds really fun as
0: well. Ninja Mac versus Matt Cross, which again, like Holy for people smokes. that, yeah, for people that you know Matt Cross back in the day was like one of the best high flyers in the world and can still do that uh, when he needs to, and I think against Ninja Mac he will do that because I mean that's Ninja Mac's one of the best high flyers in wrestling right now. Matt Cross, I mean this is like a get my shit in, you know. Offer match here. I mean, this is like a dream match of guys getting their shit in, and I cannot wait for it. Ninja Mac uh, versus Matt Cross. Uh, VIP tag team titles here: Fly Def, which you mentioned earlier, uh, versus Injustice. Josh Woods versus Brian Keith, just rounding out Brian Keith's just awesome, awesome weekend. And credit to everybody for booking Brian Keith in good matches and not just you know taking him for granted. I mean, every single match that he has uh, the weekend feels like they put some care into it and made sure he was against a good opponent. Uh, Casey Navarro versus Chandler Hopkins and then ASF Izzy James, Helio Guerrero versus gringo Loco B boy and a mystery partner. So, uh, this is a hell of a show here.
3: Yeah. Texas loves his B boy. So, uh, so that's pretty cool just to see him on there. Um, yeah, Matt cross and Ninja Mac. That's like a match made in heaven. I'm, I'm shocked. Like Matt cross didn't get swallowed up and put under her hood on, in like the dark order or something, you know, Um, but he's constantly traveling the world. He's still just as athletic as he ever was. So, I mean, that, that's going to be like, in my mind is like exploding. Just thinking about like how anti-cornet that match is going to be. Oh, for Um, sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. and And Matt cross is a weird, if you've never seen Matt cross live, it's like a different experience to see him live. And that's every, when I used to go to classic ring of honor, he would be the guy that when the show was over. I'd be like, dude, I don't know. I don't understand why this guy's not like the biggest star in the world. Like he's unbelievable. And I, I used to have to be, I was front row a lot of times during the ring of honor shows and he's just flying all over the place. He's flying into the crowd. He's doing this. He's doing that. I mean, he is a remarkable wrestler and still is so great. And I, one of, maybe one of the all time more underrated wrestlers of all time. I don't know how that guy w- didn't become a megastar at any
3: point. I just don't get it. I really don't. So the weird thing, like he literally is a star of the world. Like he will be in like Turkey and fucking, you know, the weirdest places doing pro wrestling and, and getting flown out there. So um, he kind of disappears from time to time because he's literally all over the world doing pro wrestling in places you didn't even think had it. He's always in that Qatar. He's always, it's like, you know, they have like Kevin Nash yeah. and
0: this and then Macross and you're like, he's yeah. on the poster. He's like one of the main guys on the poster too. And that I forget weird, what the man. name of that
3: company is there. It may just be Qatar pro wrestling or cutter pro wrestling yeah. or whatever. It, there's, there's a few places like that where he's like one of the staples of the company. And like, you didn't even realize like that country knew what wrestling was, you know, that's awesome um, Good for him. But uh, yeah, this then, is a hell
0: of a show. It sucks that it's on like, you know, midnight, but man, if you're still in a wrestling mood, And you should be with this show. We said, like, give people a reason to go to your show. You know, Don't let people say, ah, you know what? I should go to bed or I should go to. No, screw that. Go to this show. Ninja Mac and Cross. Minoru Suzuki Barrett Brown. You better go to the
3: show. You know, you're here for wrestling anyway. You can catch your flight in the morning. It's fine. The last uh, WrestleMania weekend, they had a lot of success with this time slot and the um, VIP running that show. So I would not be surprised if they packed that building out. Yeah, it, it looks really, really cool.
0: So good for them. Uh, For for that and that's uh, that wraps up our Texas mania. So that's a hell of a weekend for you guys Uh, You're you're obviously a a a, a small part of that, but uh, you know because you bothered everybody uh, This came together and and yeah, it looks really really cool Uh, And I just want to give you guys credit everybody for getting credit for for coming together and uh and realizing for the greater good of, of Texas wrestling as a whole to go do this and, and not maybe worry so much about the politics and all this sort of stuff and just make it happen and just make sure that, you know, everyone, a lot of wrestling fans are going to come to Texas for this mania weekend, make sure that they know that, you know, Texas wrestling, you know, is, is deserves to get respected and is among one of the best wrestling areas uh, in, in the country and, and really in the world, too. You guys got a lot of really good stuff going on in that area. So I'm uh, very, very I mean, I get some good stuff in Chicago, but at, at
3: times I'm pretty jealous of what you guys do in Texas as well. Yeah, well, and I hope, I think California is next, right? I, I hope that they do something similar up there too, right? Don't don't just hit yourself to like, you know, one of the more well-known um, companies, right? Go mm-hmm. go out there and, and show what you are, show your flavor. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate the kind words. Uh, we understand, right? In the mainstream discussion of independent wrestling, Texas is kind of niche, but there is. There's a lot of really good talent that's come out of here you know, Ricky Starks, uh, Keith Lee, Sammy Guevara, you know, all on, on national TV right now. And, and, you know, I'm probably leaving people out as well. Yeah. ACH, um, we've always talked about it. As, as yeah. All. Yeah. Just, um, so, you know, there, you know, you, you may hear that it's a black hole down here on, on certain podcasts, but like, there's a lot of talent down here. There's a lot of really good wrestling. Um, come check it out for sure absolutely so yeah
0: hopefully uh, if again right now as of this recording we have, we don't have any details on anything streaming live we don't think anything will be live but uh, hopefully a lot of stuff will appear uh, on, on demand and, and, and you'll be able to watch uh, a lot of the stuff as well like you said you're going to put your stuff on, on YouTube uh, New Texas Pro uh, will presumably be putting most of their stuff on IWTV hopefully you're doing commentary for so hopefully it's going to work so uh, but yeah that, that looks good so yeah these are definitely shows to make sure you're checking out uh, and again make sure you're supporting local wrestling and not just you know like you said not just companies coming down there flying down there and doing their normal shit in texas because everybody else is there these are truly companies that are in Texas all the time. These are companies that are longtime companies that have been around forever. River City Wrestling's been around forever. Inspire Pro has been around for what was it is it a decade now for Inspire Pro? When did you guys really start?
3: Uh we started in yeah we're a year away from a decade. Wow. We started in that's, 2013. Geez. Time yeah. flies man. <laughs> that's insane. Jeez, but so, uh I've been doing Inspire longer than anything else I did. So wow. Yeah that's nuts man. weird
0: time time flies. But yeah these are these are companies that deserve your attention deserve your time. Uh and if you're going down to WrestleMania weekend deserve a little bit of your money as well. So make sure you uh buy some tickets there uh, head out to St jude hall arlington texas uh for texas mania three but uh bis anything else you want
3: to uh plug or or talk about before we uh we bid you adieu uh today we cut ticket prices by 10 bucks like we we really want to get as many people as we can in the building so if you're on the fence uh jump on those tickets um that you're gonna save some money uh at this point i just want to get as many people in that that building as i can so um yeah uh us and everybody else man go check it out yeah, it's really cool what you
0: guys are doing. So uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Biss Says. I uh, appreciate you coming on here, uh, checking us, uh, or coming on here, helping us preview these Texas Mania shows. And, uh, yeah, I hope you uh the, the biggest success on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys kill it. And it's an awesome weekend, and uh, uh, everyone's feeling good
3: afterwards. So Yeah, thank you, Rich, man. I appreciate you giving us the time, man, for sure. Absolutely. Take care, Biss, and uh, we'll talk to you later.